Hello, everyone. Welcome to Core. This is Core for Thursday, July 29th, 2021. We talk about video games and we do it with you. My name is Scott Johnson. I'm with uh, Bo Schwartz and John Jagger today. As we always Yeah! Go. Yeah! Woo! 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 Core time! Yeah. Woo! Core Celebrate. time! Yep. Everyone, Pull get out. out of your car and take your clothes off and run around it. Woo! Yeah, the man, best podcast in your car. Party time. USA.com. Uh, anyway, welcome. We got the stuff to do and talk about and discuss. Before we get too far into things, though, uh, all right. So I'll just I'll just explain this as best way I can. Um, I had a little cathartic moment <laughs> yesterday where I sat down and I I drew a a broken hearthstone on the ground, uh, and um, that thing kind of took off today and went all over the place and uh, places like Reddit are up to I don't know ten thousand upvotes or something. And it's a little insane. And as a result, I wasn't really planning on that. I was just kind of trying to express my feeling uh, in the wake of all this Blizzard stuff, which you heard us discuss at length last week. Uh, the reason I'm bringing this up now, and I'm showing it to the chat room on screen right now, is a whole bunch of people said, you should put that up on a shirt or a sticker or a print or something. I would totally Whoa. buy that. And I said, no, I don't want any money from this at all. Like zero pennies for, for this, please. Uh, and then others pointed out, well, do it for charity. Do it for one of these charities that supports women in workplace situations, especially in the gaming industry. And there's a number of them. And everybody handed me a bunch of names to to deal with. And also the stuff that they were uh, promoting for the Blizzard walkout, uh, a bunch of those names as well. And so I think that's what we're going to do. We're going to do a charity thing. And it's going to all yeah. go to that, 100% of it. Uh, I'll let you know what it is soon. I probably won't know till tomorrow what the actual use case will be there's some questions about artwork i'm working with my people i have sources and we'll try to uh get those out there if it's something you want it's not something you have to get of course but any that sell all of the proceeds will go uh 100 to some of these charities if not all of them maybe split apart. i mean it depends on how much it sells i guess i don't know i just want to just want to do some good so we're going to try to do a little a little good um, instead of just bitching about it, you know, maybe do something about it. How about that? Well, they, they decided for the blue heart, I guess, as a thing for the Activision Blizzard lockout, but this would be a, a way better. Well, if this were to become a symbol for a movement about, you know, overall gender equality in the games industry, it would be appropriate. It's not like a celeb. I feel like I, I think I'm feeling you a little bit. I, this, I don't want to make money off this. This is absolutely my, this is my emotion money. poured out into a right. piece of artwork about something I'm upset about. Yeah. Um, this was purely like my way, way of, of expressing that. And I was having trouble like verbally. I do a lot of shows and I talk a lot, but I don't know. I still don't have all the right words and, uh, it's difficult for me to express that. So sometimes I try to do it this way cause that's another way I can do it. And, yeah, I wasn't even going to share it originally. I was like, ah, I drew this thing. Maybe I won't put it up. And people are like, you should put it up. It's it's cool. And I'm like, all right, I'll put it up. And it really took off. And I'm glad uh, that it has meaning for other people. And there's a few that think it's, um, uh, you know, I, I never want to have this like feeling of like, well, he's doing that for some reason other than just that's his expression. Because I'm really not. And I don't want any freaking money for this at all, please. So. Instead of feeling weird about telling everyone, no, we're not making any merch out of it, I'll just, we'll do it for something good. How about that? We'll do, we'll do some good somewhere, somebody who can use it and need it, and not, not us. How about that? I, th- I think it's striking because, you know, we've used hearthstones for a long time. Yeah. 
And we've seen all kinds of remixed art, you know, Illidan farting his way across Outland or something. Like, there's a lot. I've never seen a broken Hearthstone. Like, yeah. I've never. It's a picture of something I've never seen. Well, in my in my mind, just to give you kind of where my head was at. Um, it was the symbol that came to my head because, forgetting about the game Hearthstone, which has its own, you know, people whatever their reverences for that for that game. In World of Warcraft, since day one, it was this symbol of like. If you get out too far or you get lost or you, your bags become overburdened or whatever it is, this takes you home. Wherever you've said this is where home's going to be and that's where you've said home is going to be. And that home may change, but you can always get there through one of these. And so what, in my mind, what better way to express how I was feeling about this than to have that shattered a little bit. Doesn't mean that with enough hard work on the part of uh, Blizzard and people in that world couldn't assemble that back into a working hearthstone maybe i don't know yeah, this isn't me just saying taco bell meat in, in there and yeah there's no there's no up. nougat or golden caramel like some people may have thought and thought thought and uh, thought is the word uh it's just stone it turns out and uh if they want to put it back together that's on them but this was enough for me to sort of express how i was feeling and uh hey if, if it takes off great let's do some damn charity and uh and help um, okay, let's move on because we got a lot to talk about today, and we're going to start with this. All right, check this out. PlayStation sold 10 million PlayStation 5s in its, uh, let's see, what are the first months? Uh, well, anyway, its first quarter or two quarters? 10 I guess it million. Is. 10 million. That's a lot. Now, you're going to say to yourselves, well, wait a minute, how's that possible? I can't even get one. So there's two things going on at the same time, and they're both true. One is demand was already high for a new console from both them and Microsoft. We'll get to them in a second. And so you already had the demand. And then you had pandemic uh, exacerbated problems with supply chain and chip shortages. That is also true. And those two things combined to create uh, a perceived uh, we can't get one, there must not be any but also we're selling every single model we make. And as a result, this is the fastest selling PC, or excuse me, fastest selling in that amount of time uh, PlayStation that Sony's ever made. It beats PlayStation 2, which was huge uh, launch. had a really long tail. We'll see if it can go that far. But uh, this beats PS4, 3, all of them. Uh, nothing has launched this quickly with this many units sold. And that's still with a backlog in production and not being able to get enough internals to get those things made at the rate of the demand. Um, that's really good news for Sony. Microsoft having similar news. They also had the best launch in their history. The Xbox Series S and X have outsold in that amount of time uh, all other Xbox launches in the history of the company, which is, is what now, 22 years old or whatever, since they've been making Xboxes. Uh, so they had the exact same kind of experience, and they're also faced with a lot of the same supply chain issues and are having you know trouble keeping up with demand. So uh, the the hope is that the the lack of pipeline doesn't mean eventually that you're going to all start paying more money for these games um, or for these uh, consoles rather when they do start to become more common in stock. But um, the good news is the demand is there. People want them. Uh, this doesn't even discuss the idea that during this exact same period you couldn't keep switches on the shelf to save your life. They were selling out everywhere. So games kind of had a real banner time during the the mid and late pandemic and continuing uh, today. 
Thoughts, feelings? Not bad for uh, two consoles that everybody said, well, I don't know why they're even bothering making these. Yeah. It's not that big of an upgrade. Yeah, remember that? People always do that. Yeah, I do. Such a why, dumb thing. Why do I need this? It's not good. And yeah. then they sell record amounts. Yeah, and they always say it every generation. And, and the previous record was the PS4. And that generation, same thing. Well, what do we even need this for? PS4 3 is working fine. It's only been eight years. Someone will always say that, and they will always be wrong at least from a sales perspective, uh, Sony and Microsoft aren't stupid. They know what this cycle means to them. And uh, they both did real good uh, during that time. Um, they, there's a bunch of other, other, other revenue and stuff that they talked about, but uh, for the most part, it, was, it all came down to, all right, that's $10 million already as, an, as a worldwide install base. That's enough to justify a lot of first-party development if that's going to be your focus this generation, and it may be their focus this generation. So... Uh, even if it's stopped there, that's a successful console launch. They don't want it to stop there, obviously. But yeah. the big the big difference be being, um, <clears throat> uh, I know only a pr- fraction of plate PS4 players are probably paying a monthly fee for something. But I got to think the percentage is really high. Like, who's buying an Xbox and not getting Game Pass? Yeah. Oh, I have to that think that really attach weird. rate is like out of almost one to one, right? It'd have to be. I like, would hope so. If yeah. you if you bought one of the new Xboxes and you didn't get Game Pass, I would I would have questions for you. I yeah, would, yeah. I don't know why that you would get a PlayStation if, Four. Like, would there have been five? If there was no Game Pass, well, here's the honest truth: no Game Pass, no Xbox for me. Right, I'd be on the PS Five. I'd, I'd be on the PS Five because what's the the value of that Game Pass is the value of the Xbox moving forward. Yeah. That's just the truth. Doesn't mean it's not. It is good hardware. It doesn't mean any of those things are bad. It just means, you know, if you're going to make a decision one versus the other, that's the product you're buying. You're not just buying that box. In fact, you, they don't even so much care that you buy the box anymore. They just are like happy to have your your subscription. But it feels like that's got to be a one-to-one attach rate or close. Uh, and if it's not, then that's bad for Microsoft. But I have to think it is, right? It's got to be. Well, because I, I think on surface level, it looks like they're neck and neck. But yeah, I think if your box is a sub box and your PS4 is a kind of optionally sub box, like mm-hmm. Xbox is ahead and winning the money race. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably true. the guaranteed revenue, man, like. You know, every month they're they're World of Warcraft now. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's the same. I mean, yes, they have to pay their content suppliers, but they just don't have to make the games. Like, I, I don't know. I I kind of curious more how the economics of it all work. Is, is it pay per plays, pay per time per month? Is it just a set fee? You know, I'm sure developers like consistent revenue too, rather than spiky revenue. Yeah. Um, how does it all work? I'm very curious. Uh, about that but it seems very much in Microsoft's benefit and you're right that install base just means yep we're going to develop a lot more games because we got a lot more incentive we want to keep the money they're giving us Yeah, PlayStation has to make people open their wallets with everything they do Mm -hmm. I'm open my wallet's open there's a nice little siphon going (laughs) into my wallet now and the only thing that's going to make me stop is a reason to stop so I think the I think that's a better position to be in I think I think that I, they're banking on that. That is 100% their strategy. Yeah. I also think to both consoles' credit, this is the first generation where I haven't personally felt like there was, you know, no clear-cut winner as far as, like, which console to get. Not that it has to be, a, you know, if you bought an Xbox One or whatever, you know, it's fine. But there's there was no doubt about it. There were missteps. Microsoft would be the first ones to tell you there were missteps with the Xbox One 
compared to the PS4. Before that, I think Sony, if they're being honest, would admit there were issues with the PS3 compared to the Xbox 360. For sure. So I I kind of feel like this is the first time where it felt like both companies came out, put forth their efforts, and they were both real solid. Um, You know, they, they both are really great. I think... Microsoft investing and updating the controller and maybe taking some lessons learned there would be a huge step forward from for them. I think Sony adopting some sort of sub model um, to kind of emulate Game Pass would be huge for them. So I think there's still room to grow and things to learn, but I think it's neat that for once both uh, companies put forth just really, really solid, great systems. Yeah, I think at, at yeah. this stage appear to be making money right away. And less of the lost leadership stuff that usually plagues a, a console launch. I mean, there may be, be a little bit of that going on, but it's not nearly what it usually is. Yes, Bo. And to be honest, this time around, too, I mean, Microsoft and Sony have me. Because, yes, I bought an Xbox and not a PlayStation. Well, they have me or they have Tanner. We'll see whoever buys one for me first. Um, <laughs> thank you, Tanner, for the yeah. PS4, by the way. No kidding. Um, but I'm going to want to play the next Final Fantasy remake. Right. I'm going to hold out, but when the next remake comes, I want to get a box of tissues and play Final Fantasy Remake 2. To cry into. Yeah. To cry into the tissues. Right. I just want to clear that. <laughs> clear it's for, it's for you crying. Know what? That might That's be a different game. distinction. Okay. It's I just, Yakuza. It's for a different. Tissues are for a different thing in Yaku- Yakuza. Yeah, Yakuza. But in yeah. Final Fantasy, it's for crying and melodrama. Perfect. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Uh, well, uh, so it's looking good for everybody. Basically, everybody's winning. Nintendo's winning. That's the other thing is this is also not there's no weird third place straggler this time around. Um, yeah. Everybody's winning in their in their zone. I mean, and, Stadia. <laughs> I mean, well, no, I, no, but this is my point. Usually you have usually have a pack of three or four that are just there's like two that are killing it. And then somebody's way off in the distance. You have all your big three all kind of obtain. They're all holding their unique ground at the moment. Yeah. And they are unique for each of them. They're kind of holding unique ground for the first time. They're not trying to compete on the same ground. And while that's happening, everything else is so far behind that. Like Stadia and freaking... Uh, Do we count Luna? Is that out? Or is uh, that Luna's just a, still in dream? beta and it's, it's whatever. Luna's fine. Luna's closer to what NVIDIA now is. And so I think that's more like the place that'll shine. Okay. But, but like... Uh, uh, you know, other the examples. VR machines, like there was a big push to get VR that didn't really hit mainstream levels of console fever. I mean, I don't know if I'd call them consoles in that, you know, Sony's art, Sony's announced they've got another, you know, headset follow up to the PlayStation VR that did, that was successful on PS4. So, so I, I think those are still distinguished from each other, but like, you know, the Atari okay. VCS thing and, um, what's the other one that was supposed to be all that? Well, whatever. They're, all those also rands are way down the path. The big three are kind of killing it, and they're killing it at the same time. It's weird. It's really weird. Well, there's also weird. a lot of good um, computer equipment in the boxes. It's not yeah. like, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. you're not, no one's starting a company now with the kind of low price, awesome hardware that you can get out of these things. It's also shocking it's just happening. how um, how well, uh, I mean, PCs have never been in a better place either. That's another thing you can't get is a damn video card. And for similar reasons, the demand is high. And the, I know. And the I was thinking about up. it. Yeah, you were, I was going to say. Lo- I went looking and it didn't go well at all. I was like, maybe I could get a 3070. That'd be be pretty nice upgrade. So I did a little research 
And the amount of people that just told me, just buy a new computer, I was like, no! Yeah. This is what, I wanted to spend what a 3070 costs. I don't want to buy a new computer. I just bought a new computer. Well, and yeah. stupidly, I wish I could go back in time and tell myself, hey, you're not going to be able to get a video card. Because when I got the new computer, yeah. uh, I knew that I, kn- I knew that new video cards were coming soon. So the only thing that isn't great about my new computer is I didn't go high end on the video card because right. I assumed I would get a new one at some point. And then two things happen. One, you can't buy the video cards anymore. And two, uh, I lost my job and the ability to easily buy a video card went away. Yeah. So it's uh, And the it, pandemic happened, which means that the pipeline issues affect you even more because... A, you can't get one, and B, you can't get one. Like, you can't get one no matter what. Are you in one of the states that's also having a... I don't know the exact stuff. It's funny for a new show. I probably should have looked at this when I heard it, but I think some states are also not selling. They've stopped the sale of high-end PC gamer equipment because of power consumption issues and environmental safety. No, I haven't heard that. Well, I wouldn't be in one of those states. Our state doesn't care about anything. Oh, yeah, that's Yeah, I think it's it's only seven states. I wasn't sure if Arizona was on the list, but um, I think that's for complete builds. It might not be for parts, but uh, Dell, Dell computers, like certain computers are being blocked from being sold in California because they're... Oh, they're overly, you know, they're, it was determined that gaming because everyone's at home gaming. It's a large draw on, on the electricity grid, yeah. and they're trying to curtail carbon footprint. And they well, pick- not only that, their, their power grid is effed. Like California is always having brownouts and roll, roll over or mm-hmm. uh, what do you call it? Rolling, rolling blackouts and forced stuff and then outages for weeks and fire related outages like their power stuff is a major problem so it doesn't shock me to hear that but i hadn't heard it so it's crazy and yeah, it should, it's probably not piece. just dell it's just dell's probably a prominent part of that dell owns i mean what do they own they own alienware oh i think so, maybe it's yeah, not true i think maybe it's a, a lie or just oh the whole thing's a lie cool well there's cool. an article on the gamer saying or not being banned in several u.s states so i don't know i guess that's why i didn't bring it because it wasn't super yeah Anyways, never mind. I, Ch- chat room's yeah. talking about it like it's real, so maybe, maybe, maybe there's. Some it, was, it was definitely something being talked about, but I, I didn't do my research, so I don't know. No worries, we're not a, we're not the hardest hitting news source that you can find on no. the internet. <laughs> but we have the most fun, yeah. damn it. Uh, the states right. uh, the states listed though were California, Colorado, Hawaii, Oregon, Vermont, and Washington, preventing Alienware from shipping high end desktops to these locations, and it was due to the power issues I mentioned. So. Alora for real in the chat says Dell is not real in all caps. I love that. That's great. They're not real. They were never real. Michael Dell is an illusion. Yeah, that kid that was all excited that dude you were getting a Dell yeah. is not a real person. Wonder how he's doing. Do you think he's like in the porn industry? I heard he or? went to jail for weed. Oh, really? but, I mean, they say that about every like kind of like I'm pretty sure they said that about the Taco Bell Chihuahua at one point. So <laughs> really, the Target I, dog. I don't, I don't know how true that is, yeah. but that's what I heard. They gave, they gave the Chihuahua pee test, and we're like, nope. Get your piss test, yeah. as they say in the Trailer Park Boys. Get your piss yeah, test. They put a little pee pad under him, and it came up green. This is what I want. I want the Chihuahua from Taco Bell, the Circle Eye dog from the Target commercials, and uh-huh. one more. What other dog? Spuds would those- McKenzie. All right, Spuds McKenzie. You get those three chuckleheads in Vegas or whatever. They're doing all sorts of terrible stuff. It's bad. 
That's what yeah. ha- that that'll totally happen. What you just described. Yeah. Wonder how many people knew who Spuds McKenzie was. Yeah, do you guys? Do your memories I go remember back? Spuds chat? McKenzie, but yeah, it's the memory is vague. It feels like you know. <laughs> what, like, was, what was the Futurama uh, Slurm character called? Uh, it was based on that uh, Slurms McKenzie or Slurms. Shit! Oh, that's such a great episode of of that. I can't remember it. Slurm. Ah. I can't remember it. I think it's Slurms McKenzie, honestly. It's the same idea, except he's a slug oh, from outer space. I remember these ads. Yeah, you remember these? You know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. I remember. All right. Uh, no, nobody with the slurm in the chat? All right, fine. I love Futurama. F off. Uh, here's uh, uh, the next thing. Yeah, Slurms McKenzie. I had it right, says uh, Ace Tigress 2 um, Moving on, Blizzard staged a walkout. Uh, yesterday, and it was a big protest. Uh, it's, it's strange to call it a, uh, a walkout, and they would tell you that it's strange themselves because nobody has been on the Blizzard campus outside of a few systems people since the pandemic happened. Since the original lockdown in, in March of 2020, they've all been working remotely. So this was literally um, what looked like thousands of Blizzard employees rolling up to the Blizzard campus from home and home offices where they work remotely to the building itself and then protesting outside the campus. Uh, so it's a little unusual in that regard. But um, normally this would be a thing they'd all get up from their QBs and walk outside, but it's the opposite in this case because of the pandemic. Anyway, they did that yesterday. It was uh, a, a pretty insane turnout. And uh, the main takeaway I wanted to talk about today, we have had, we've had our way with Blizzard on this show and certainly the instance, and that's going to happen one more time tomorrow. So you're getting all the, you're getting all the anger you can handle. Uh, already, but what I thought was interesting here is it appears that nobody's doing anything right now. Like they are, in effect, kind of striking. It's not exactly a strike in the legal sense of the term, but n- multiple Blizzard employees who are either on teams that are normally in full production on whatever World of Warcraft or other games uh, have come out publicly and said we're just not doing anything right now. We're, we we can't. Like this is this is kind Didn't of Wow just do an emergency patch. They did. And they and do a so, maintenance fix. Yeah, that and that made me wonder if you know someone can say this, but is there like a is there a guerrilla team like a small team that's just it's probably, always it's just there? Jail and Brack. Yeah, it's Jail and Brack. <laughs> They're like, well, who's in the office? Well, you got to take you got to take down some stuff. Go for it. Yeah. So it's, I'm sure they have it. I'm sure even though there's a strike, there's a because it's a live service. There has to be an on call team. No, there has to be. There has to be some basic thing, and I'm sure it's been a scramble. But I mean, like, design teams and, like, new content teams, they're not doing anything right now. And uh, No. No. And I get why, and, um, I, and I support them 100%. Um, but I, uh, I just think that is an interesting twist on this. Because normally you hear about one of these things, like when it happened at Ubisoft, and they're tied up in this new story, too, because they're... They're, the Ubisoft uh, did a, a bunch of the employees, five, six hundred of them from different studios, did kind of a solidarity thing all day yesterday with Blizzard and and are demanding similar action from their leadership, um, which I think is good. But uh, when it happened at Ubisoft, the first thing you didn't, the first thing you heard about wasn't, oh, so they've stopped cold on new content for I don't know legion or or the next assassin's creed game it just was like business as usual but working on their shit in the in blizzard's case it sounds like there was just like a screech everybody stopped and said we're not doing this till you guys freaking fix your fix your poo um it's not clear that 
Blizzard or Activision are doing anything that will actually resolve anything, at least from the legal side or the leadership side. They seem to still kind of suck terribly, uh, even in the light of all of this. But um, not no, much else has changed. Control. There's been some other nasty shit that went down between when we last talked. I've lost track of it all. Honestly, I can't remember shit about anything. This stuff well, is and dreamy. the truth is, uh, there's not there's not a ton to say at this point. Like, yes, there have been more details to this story. Um, they're out there. You probably, if you're thinking it, you probably already know what it is. And I don't know how many times we can come together and say, "Well, yeah, Blizzard, they're they're bad. Activision Blizzard, they're bad." Like, obviously, we've said our piece on this. We don't like it, and you know, there are better there are better conduits to hear stories more unique that aren't on every video game news website out there. Um, Scott, I know you just did an episode of the instance uh, with, with our friend Jules that kind of focused on offering a perspective that isn't getting heard very often. And so I, I would encourage people to go find that. Let's not just regurgitate the same news stories about this. Like it's bad. We all agree. It's bad. If you don't agree that it's bad, then go away. Yeah, go <laughs> like, away. We, don't, we don't need to hear from you. Yeah. So uh, that that's really all there is to say about it. Yeah. If you don't like, we had somebody on the core YouTube say some message about, I think I shared it with you guys, how they, they didn't like how we were talking about whatever we talked about and said, you've lost a fan. I'm like, all right, bye. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you, dude. I, if you're, if you're telling me you're, you're for this behavior, then I don't want you here anyway. And if you're against it, then help us work on what we can to help contribute to a better community around it. How about that? How about that? Mm. How about that? All right. Mm. Moving on. Bo, do you have anything to add? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Oh, I thought the Cosby photo was pretty awful, but it's pretty bad. Um, you know, what's funny, (laughs) but not funny. What's interesting about that is a number of the people in the Cosby the Cos what they call it the Cosby cute or Cosby sweet sweet that's Cos- it yeah um, have come out multiples of them and said uh, we didn't call it that because he's a rapist we thought we didn't know about that then in 2013 when that photo was taken and I I tried to think about well, when did we know about Cosby and when was all that going it down? was the first allegations were in 2005 yeah they were a long time ago so yeah so do I believe them. I don't know. Maybe some don't know. Maybe some didn't. I didn't know about I, Cosby. I will say I didn't know about it because and I did it like a week or two ago. I did a Cosby impression on this show. Yeah. And it turns out every time I do that, something happens to make me immediately regret <laughs> doing it. That's uh, true. Because the, the only other time I had done it publicly before that um, was I did it uh, as a joke at a BlizzCon. They had a voice acting panel, and I thought I it would be that. funny to get up and read the same dialogue that everybody mm-hmm. else was. as Bill Cosby. Mm -hmm. This was literally the day that it came out in all the newspapers, the stuff that Cosby had done. Mm -hmm. So I went up on stage, I did that, and I remember somebody making the comment, that's a brave choice for today. And I was like, well, what does that mean? And I got off the stage, and literally on the news at that point is when I found out. And that's when I found out. But that was a long time after all these, you know, there had been early allegations and rumors and scuttlebutt that, they tried to keep hidden and I didn't hear any of that. Yeah. So I guess I uh, saying that I do believe that there's a case that there are probably some people that didn't know it was being called that for the uh, bad reasons that yeah. it might be called that. Sure. But 
I have a feeling that there are people who are in the know <laughs> yes. that named it for that specific That's purpose. what I wanted to say, too. Like, I'm glad you put it that way, because there are absolutely people up there in that suite who know. They know. Uh, they or one or more. I, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I, I really don't know. And when they come out and say, I didn't know about those allegations until 2015, I mean, if I'm honest, I didn't either. I never heard about it till 2015. I could point to the TMS episode where we talked about it. It was in 2015. It was after I'd seen Fury Road. That's how recent in my head the Cosby bullshit went down. Should somebody have known better in 2013? Somebody, yes. They claim they named it that because the carpet up there in the Hilton looks like an old Cosby sweater from the Cosby show. That's what they are saying. Take that for what you want. I'm not saying up or down. I just, that, all of that started coming out about all this stuff, and it was all on blast all at once. And that was the day I went, all right, well, I might need to go outside and walk my dog and maybe not come back for a day or two because I've so had it with all these details and all this stuff. Easy for me to do, easy for me to avoid. I'm not one of the victims. But that's partly why I did sit down with Jules, talked to her on the instance. I wanted to have a woman's perspective. And moreover, I wanted to just sort of re-examine my own biases, my own, you know, inability to, to notice or to, to see my role, uh, you know, in, in making things better or whatever. It can be mad as I want to be, and I, and I am, but can I do more than that? You know, these kinds of questions, this was important to me to explore that. And having her there made a big difference. She's an old friend anyway, but she's also just really smart and she knows her stuff and she's been around the block and seen stuff firsthand. So I really recommend you guys go listen to that, actually. If you if you want to ignore all the other yelling that all, all these white guys on their podcasts are doing, <laughs> um, that episode with Jules, maybe even you can ignore me if you want to. Or just think of me as, as, as just, uh, uh, I don't know, the other guy in the room. But she really helped me a lot with her perspective, and I would recommend it. So go check it out if you want. Yeah. The one thing I would say about that in a, in a more light tone is that it looked like they were trying to outdo South Park. Just first impressions, you know, like a bunch of programmers make a Cosby group and then they're in a hotel room. Like, it's awful. Uh, but it also, it just, anyways, that was the impression. The more damning part was their, was their group chat after. Uh, this, yeah. If you read the whole sure. article, it wasn't just about a photo. Photos can be photos can be misunderstood or misconstrued. And in this case, maybe it's 100% what we think it means, or maybe it isn't. But the point is that there was stuff said later by a lot of people up there that people respect, myself included, that really, really bummed me out. And I was already bummed out. So my bum was out. And I was like, <laughs> I can't do this anymore. Um, I think but you're anyway, supposed to keep your bum in. But Keep your bum in, yeah. Always keep your bum yeah. in. But uh, but if you want to, I really do think that, that, that hearing from Jules was, was not only cathartic, for a lot of listeners, but for me, it was it was educational and kind of institutional. It was important, and uh, I don't know. I hope people get stuff out of it. If you don't, I can't guarantee it. I promise. I promise that you'll probably will. That's there's my there's my guarantee. Uh, you heard it here first. All right, moving on. Uh, there's a new Xbox Game Pass ad that's floating around that features a PlayStation Four controller and a Nickelback joke. Now, is it is this the Ryan Reynolds one? I don't think so. There's a Ryan Reynolds one. Let me see. They 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 spent they spent all that new Xbox Game Pass money on hiring Ryan Reynolds. Why? Everyone likes Ryan. He's cool. People like him. Um, He's cool, but like, I mean, he's not. He's not as good as he thinks he is. Well, (laughs) all right. You know what I mean? That's fair. I think he'd. I think he'd agree. I don't know. I kind of like him, but I don't. I haven't really thought about it. I haven't really Uh, thought about it. I just. 
But this uh-huh. ad here, let's see if I can get to the part where there's the yeah, controller. Yeah, let's hear some audio. Uh, I might get in trouble because it's music, though. Oh, don't. That's yeah, it's music. Yeah, yes. they'll ding me for the music. Uh, Bring an all for one showing up in here to do an Xbox ad. with. We don't want to be sharing cultural touchstones such as music. It's terrible. Yeah, they don't want to do why that. Why would we listen to music together? I mean, heaven forbid. I might even get dinged also, for showing Also, why are ad. we harping on the Nickelback reference? They're also doing an ad that's a parody of I Swear from All for One. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, you're you're not wrong. They're dragging. They're uh, whatever. They're having fun at the expense of. Oh, was that boys yeah, to men? Was that but that who's was? the white guy? That's not boys to men, isn't it? Is it? Oh, I don't know. The guy in the back looks like. Um, this this is not boys to men. This is. <laughs> I don't know. This is boys to men. This is a cover band. Is it boys to men? It's not boys to men. It, it says it's all for one. All for all one. All right, it's boys to men. Yeah, then. but boys to is men. It? They're old now, but oh, they got old. Boys to men, guys. (laughs) 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 Is there not a white guy? Just do a Google image search and have a look. Uh, These are this is and and, you know they're a little more fit. Maybe I mean they're older, but they're not that bad. I don't think even now. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe that guy. I don't. I don't know anything about boys to men. I'm telling you, it is not boys to men. Okay. I think it's anyway. The point is, everything about this ad is timely and hilarious and great. (laughs) Yeah, it is. But the important part I wanted to get to here: forget about Nickelback, forget about all that. At one point, this girl is using a PlayStation controller while she's using Game Pass on a mobile device, and that's the part I wanted to point out. That's some. I mean, theoretically, you you can do it, right? Oh, you hundred percent can. I've done it. Yeah, yeah, I did it. It's a weird ass thing to be able to plop down to your Apple phone. Okay, so just imagine a world we live in. Ten years ago, I walk up to you guys and go, guys, guess what I did? <laughs> I sat down with a with an Apple phone, an iPhone, and then I paired a PlayStation controller to it, and then I played an Xbox game on it. And you wouldn't believe me. It sounds insane, what I just described, this combination. It seems insane. Uh, but yeah, here we are. This is the world we live in now. Sonic is going to the Olympics with, with freaking Mario. That's the world we live in. So uh, get used to it, I suppose. Um, so, well, yeah, sorry. So it's the fact that you can pair any controller with the Xbox? That's the- well, you can. No, you don't pair with the Xbox. You pair it with an xCloud device. So you could pair it uh-huh. on your Mac or a PC and it would work with Game Pass. If I paired it on my phone and was running xCloud uh, Game Pass on my phone, I can use any controller I want. Any third party. I've done it with a Nintendo controller, this one. Oh, wow. Here somewhere. I don't know where it went, but I have a pro controller that also works. Uh, It's a little confusing because you know how Nintendo has the A, the B, the X, and the Y in different positions? Mm -hmm. Um, That throws you a little bit when you're using a a Nintendo controller. But anyway, you can do do whatever you need. Chat room says, uh, nope, I was boys for now. (laughs) Nope, that's not it. Uh, boys for the now. group is all for one. Okay, it's yeah. all for like one. Three times. I don't know why you guys keep talking about boys to men. I don't it's know either. Because it's a cover. I, I swear the original is a boys to men song. I swear by the sun and the moon and stars. I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> Hold on, let's find out if this. So, what's their big song? What What is the What is All for One sing? What do we know? Oh, I swear that is their hit single. They, that is their hit song. Okay, yes. so no. Bo, you you and I both thought that Boys to Men sang I swear it wasn't. It was All for One. Doesn't Boys to Men? 
And all for one, all for one has kind of a white guy in it. Although I think he's probably Hispanic, but he, but he's not. <laughs> That's why you're. Confused. Am I mixing the mixing up? I never yes. heard of all for one. You're you're mixing all for one and boys to men up, which is really? great. If you threw oh, menudo in there, then you'd be a true Canadian. So don't worry. about Wait it. a second. I'm still not tapping out yet. <laughs> Chat room. L- LOL. Wait for the DMCA strike on Bo. <laughs> yeah. Really? It's all for one. That seems I swear. I always thought it was boys to men. I did too. I did too. I'm with you. I'm with what you on this hell? confusing journey. Yeah, I had no idea. Uh, I guess not. Anyway. I'm not finding the, the, the Vivo video. Yeah, Vivo's, uh, that's where you'd go. Uh, all right, moving on while you're looking that up. Check this out. Resident Evil Village. Remember that game, John? We played it together. You watched me. Remember we that? We did. Did you ever go back and play more of it, which is what you said you were uh, thinking about doing? No, but I will end? admit the other day I was tempted to hop in there, and I just haven't done it yet. So I should probably get around to checking it out and seeing how I feel. I mean, if they let me go straight to having that gun that I can one-shot people with, I'd be, I'd do it. But since I got to go unlock more to unlock that, then unlock it again or whatever to do that. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I have it in me to do that, but maybe I never say never is what I'm getting at. All right. So stick around America. It may happen. Resident Evil Village sold 4.5 million copies. And then I wrote how much shit food did Dutch sell during all of that? Hmm. Wait, what? You know, you go to Dutch and you give him ingredients and he sells you food back with the, the Duke. Is what did that... I say? Dutch? The Duke. Yes. Sorry. I wrote the Dutch and Predator. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, Dutch is uh, Arnold and Predator. Oops. Sorry. I meant Dutch. the Duke. The Duke, not Dutch. Yeah. Not the Dutch. The Duke. I mean, I don't trust myself. I got the boys to men thing wrong and I'm still reeling from my massive <laughs> error. But my wait. brain is so upset, and now I'm like, maybe is it Arnold Schwarzenegger in Dutch? Yeah, that's, he's Dutch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, unless you're talking yeah. about the film Dutch, which is in that case, it's Al from uh, Married with Children. He's Dutch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember that it was a John Hughes movie, I think. Anyway, doesn't matter. The point is, what is the point? The point is, I love stats like that when they put out like an infographic. So it's it's one thing to say, oh, our game sold eight million copies. It's another thing to say, and players killed. 58 billion uh, goblins or whatever. I love that kind of stuff. Those, kind, those kinds of bits of data. Uh, we don't know that here, though. I just want to know how much did the Duke hey, rip people did off? Did you guys for? see the cyberpunk stats? The joke stats? No. It was like 0% of players did this thing. <laughs> really? Uh, hang on, I'll find it. Yeah, yeah. It's um, oh. <laughs> basically some some somebody on the Reddit or whatever uh, put out these stats. Yeah, zero percent of players have ridden on the subway. <laughs> like they did these fancy things. Anyways, it just reminded me. Of I that. love that. Um, no one rode the yeah. subway in the game. They're saying. Yeah, because it was in the trailer, but the, the subway was never actually something you could do use in the game. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's not in there. Yeah. So hang on. I think I've found a link to it. Fans can't stump dunking dunking on this. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, that that dead horse has some more kicks going into it, doesn't it? That's yeah. How well, there's going. oh yeah. So players have modified appearance of their bodies zero times. Wow. Uh, zero bullets <laughs> fired from a player vehicle in the open world. Zero point zero zero percent of players have ridden on the subway. Like, and there are these all these infographics that are like animated and well done. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's exactly. Oh, zero the- million spent on car and truck customization. There you go. <laughs> 
that's that is that is that's exactly what I'm talking about. I love those kinds of infographics. Now I need to see this one because it's obviously the most sardonic thing uh, ever made. I'll send you the link. All right, so link you that over to me later. That's really good. That's pretty good. All right. If you're um, gonna do if you're gonna do that kind of thing, you go all in like that. That's yeah, fantastic. I agree. Hey John, I don't know if you heard, but Zoom didn't just introduce a new flicker to your computer screen. They, they, <laughs> no, they're they, gonna do something else to it. Yeah, they have a new feature. Uh, it's they're adding a game service. Which makes sense to me because Zoom is everywhere right now, and why not try to get in on this uh, this games train? But uh, basically, here's what they're saying: uh, they rolled out onto its marketplace an offering for more than 50 third-party programs that work within the online video meeting service, including a number of games. Uh, it's basically called Zoom Apps. Uh, they claim it's a critical component of Zoom's transition from an app to a platform by enabling seamless integration of third-party uh, apps within Zoom says Zeus Caravella, who's uh, an analyst. That's a great name, dude. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Uh, Zoom apps provide users with access to their favorite entertainment, productivity, wellness, and lifestyle apps while maintaining the Zoom meeting experience. I hate everything (laughs) about this description, but whatever. Yep. Um, Can we play a game now? (laughs) Yeah, you can play. You know what? I also have uh, have an announcement to make. Mm. I have also found a way to add gaming to Zoom meetings. Uh, It's called Alt-Tab. It's a fantastic program that allows you to do all sorts of things while you're uh, pretending to be on a meeting with a bunch of other people. Uh, Also works with Second (laughs) Monitor. My favorite Um, TikTok right now is this dude that follow this channel, where this dude, every day in his work meetings... He takes a uh, he has a wireless connection for his for his laptop. Takes his laptop and its webcam uh, out into the world somewhere and does something crazy while in his meetings. But the meeting people they probably know now because he's super popular from this. But he'll go down like a water slide while in the Zoom meeting. So he'll be down to like his swimming trunks, his lo- notebook thing, and because Zoom has like the gr- the fake green stream background, it tries to create. So yeah. it's kind of glitchy and not great anyway. Oh, okay. I see. Going, That's kind of funny. He's doing like this as he's going down this pipe. And, but everyone in the meeting just sees him like jerking around with this like kind of wow. weird background. And it's the funniest. He stole, he stole that thing. idea off Jeffrey Tubin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not, not, too, not too far from the truth. But somebody just, in the chat, maybe find that PG. guy and I'll show a video here. It's so, I don't know how to find him outside. It does sound very funny, actually. It's, it's really great. great. I hate, you know what? I don't know. I, no, nope. <laughs> I hate it. Let's you hear it. it. You wait. I hate it. Why? I, I'm it? just. Let's say I'm not going to go into detail because it involves work stuff. But you know, people use the fake background. I'm like, why? Oh, you I don't like it. the you fake background. It bugs me too. There's nothing more fake business cool. Like we all know the person in an office that's like the quote unquote cool. Like they think they're real big on technology. Business person. Um, I saw a lot of my wife's business Zoom calls, and every time I saw somebody with their fake background where they're like, I'm at Disneyland, it made me so mad. Oh, hi. Like, hi um, yeah, Scott's going see, through them right now. Hey, you guys, yeah. I'm in space. Look at me in space. There's, Look at me. I'm in space. Like, I don't mind it in certain use cases. Like, if you're a streamer and you're putting up some sort of relevant background, that's great. It's the fake houses that bother me the most. Oh, yeah. Because people, <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the, you know, that's okay. Like, I can kind of, I hate it too, but I can tolerate it. Yeah. It's when people are like, I want to be private, so I don't want to show my house, so I'm going to show a fake house. Like, yeah. they have these generic rooms, and I'm, I'm like, 
just show your house. Like, yeah. go out. I don't know. I hate it. There's two anyway. things I'll allow. Right now, I'm at the beach, apparently. Um, uh -huh. There's two yep. things I'll allow. One is... A tiger behind you. <laughs> the, the, two <laughs> things, the two things I'll allow it, that I like is this guy who... And by the way, that's how I look. So, so you guys imagine this. This guy with his notebook and he's on the water slide. And he's just doing like this. And he's water like flying over his face and stuff. It's amazing. You have to see him. So that's number one. Okay. I accept his place in this world. Number number uh -huh. one. Number two, there's a guy who just runs a continuous loop of what looks like just a room he's in. And he's holding very still so he's not getting all the glitch. Um, and it looks real. And the loop is him but with a mustache and a hat on. Fake mustache. Uh, opening the door as if not knowing someone's in there and then realizing someone's on a Zoom call and going, oh, and then shutting the door again. <laughs> and does this on, on a good. loop just constantly, and it's amazing. So those are the two ways you get... Okay, creative stuff is fine. It's just there's nothing that says Boomer discovers technology more than like, Here's me at the here's me at Disneyland, and it's just a still image of like the Magic Kingdom or something like that. It's like, like still it's being just, impressed there's by nothing yeah. good about. I, it. I agree. It's like still being impressed by those wooden things where you, the whole of the head is cut out of a Disney character, and you put your head in. It's like that. yeah, like I can't. Get it, it, of it's that. the kind of thing that you know. I love my mom. But if she would call me up to be like, look at this, mm -hmm. look at what I can do. Very proud of herself. And I would just be like, yep, that's, that's pretty cool, mom. <laughs> but it's not cool. Yeah. It's, it's not, not cool at all. It's not that cool. I think people should. Oh, my gosh. Oh what my did God, Bo though. just do? What, what, what Does that work? Done? Look at done? this. Yeah. See, now because it we're talking. It looks like he's summoning himself. <laughs> because we're talking about this in kind of a, a meta way, is it, is it okay then? Because we're, you know, yeah, we're, we're referencing it. It's fine if we do it. Okay. It's just not cool if anybody else does. All right. What if That's I... That's the rule. Um, um, that, I believe they call this the pinnacle of professionalism. Is that what this is? Look yeah. what I'm about to do. I'm about to blow your minds. Hold on a second. Look at this. Oh, you've got John. Whoa. John's creeping yep. up on you, dude. Yeah. Yep. Watch out. Look at this. I'm in John's lab. And he is happy. Yeah, I'm happy. He's happy. Hey, He's oh, no. Now you're glitching through my head. That's Wait, that's not, not right. We don't want that. Forget I did that. All right, yeah. let's go back to none. I think that's yeah. now permanently on the internet as a thing. Um, mm -hmm. That's good. All right, well, uh, there you have it. There's the news on Zoom. Oh, they have games is the point. And uh, here are the games they have. You can play oh, right. Doppelo games, Just Say the Word, uh, Werewolf with Friends from Quicksave Interactive, uh, heads up, which is that Ellen DeGeneres thing where you hold the phone on your head and they try to guess the oh, word. Yeah. Uh, and some kind of charades thing. Let's see, another one called uh, LGN Poker, so a poker game. Uh, so that's that's what that is. Super awesome. Yeah, it's pretty great. Get on there. Pretty great. Get on there, everybody. Finally, EB Games to rebrand as GameStop in Canada. Oh, I thought That'll they did that everywhere. Them. Didn't they do that everywhere or no? Didn't that happen? Already, but what are you? Why are you in the crotch of Ash <laughs> Spoilers for the return Spoilers. of the waste <laughs> campaign. Bo's head pops out of the stump that is Nash Maggard's crotch. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Nash Maggard returns with the head in his crotch. Yeah, it's a good. It's look. actually an awesome idea, but I know it's not planned for real. But what I don't actually, understand is I, I feel like a Doctor Who character right now. Messing with all this has screwed up everyone's video, and I don't know why. Oh, not, I'm sorry. No, 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 not in a, not in a horrible way, but just in a way. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. 
Uh, anyway, it's, it shrunk <laughs> everybody, which is really odd. Um, all right, uh, EB Games. They're going to rebrand as GameStop in Canada. Finally, Bo, you can experience the wonder that is uh, the Impact font in blue and uh, or in, uh, red and white or black or whatever it is. Uh, and go to a oh. GameStop and reserve a magazine while you wait for your video game to come. How do you feel? Yeah. How does it feel? Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm nonplussed, would you, would I guess. Would you like to pre-order <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077? Yeah. yeah, if you do. No, I mean, I don't really ever go to EB Games, so it's not going to change much, but I thought it was news for Canada. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, hey... Um, now when we speak, I'm not going to be like, oh, I got this. we have GameStop, but it's called EB Games in Canada, you guys. You know, like, it was oh, yeah, you don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. Well, we yeah. had EB Games, too, and they all turned into these. So you just are, you're just going to have to go through the pain we did. That's all. Oh, you guys used to have an EB Games? Oh, yeah. We had Babbage's, oh. EB Games, and Software, etc. All of those got rolled in, bought out, or whatever, and became GameStop. Yeah, I guess they didn't have enough money to do it until the whole, you know inflation on the stock market they're like well we got money to switch the name let's do it what was the one that was attached know. to a hollywood video john do you remember the name what was that called uh oh game crazy Damages. remember that oh that's it yeah so yeah. i think game crazy is one of the only ones that um went away just went away they didn't get absorbed by the GameStop absorption which, which got everybody else so I started at a software, et cetera. That's where I work. That's where I would buy all my stuff. I liked it there. It was great. Yeah. Now I don't go there. And I I haven't (laughs) bought a disc. Nobody nobody does. I haven't bought a disc in like 10 uh, years. So it's just all digital. Yeah. I don't want to hear about disc protection. Don't offer it to me. Mm -hmm. I don't don't need to hear about it. The only disc I need to protect is a big fat SSD full of games. That's all I need. (laughs) Yep. Don't. Just don't take that. Um, all right, let's move on now. A special dear Martha here. We're going to do a regular one, uh, Steam review from John. But then right after that, we're going to read the dear Martha of our winner of our Xbox Series X S. Rather, uh, big thanks again to Tanner G, uh, who will be mailing this directly to you uh, once I get him the information. Uh, but uh, uh, giant congratulations uh, to this dude. Hopefully, he's in the states because that's the only place we can ship these. Uh, We'll find out here in a minute, I guess, if I hear from him and and he's not. Uh, But anyway, we'll get to that in a second. Before that, though, uh, Dear Martha. Oh, Russian. Hold on. Do I have the right stuff for this? I just noticed your Russian thing. This is good. Some nice variety today. Okay. (laughs) What is Bo doing? Yeah, Bo, what are you doing? Ignore me. Ignore me. Sorry. (laughs) This thing Bo hates, he actually loves. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Professional. professional. I hate it, but I'm going to mess with it for the rest of the night. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, here it comes. Enjoy this edition of a Russian. uh, Dear Martha, enjoy. My dearest Martya, I get into the game and I see my hands and I ask, why are hands so tiny? I play through the game and get my first gun. I see gun and go, why is hand and gun so tiny? I approach big man with big hands in the woods. I shoot my tiny gun at him. He strangles me with his superior-sized hands. I am dead. Devs, please give player bigger hands. (laughs) By the way, Marta, this was a review of Chernobylite. I forgot to mention that earlier. This is not part of the review. This is separate. This is a PS. Yours in this life and the next. The sex haver. Wow. What? Wait. Uh, wait. I'm sorry. What? The sex haver. Wait, the are we... sex haver. Wow. 
Is that in the rules? Are we allowed to give the Xbox to someone who has sex? Oh, no, this no, isn't this the isn't winner. No, this is the Xbox winner. Yeah, this is oh, the... Oh, I got confused. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, no, this is the regular one, and then, then this we is what happens I know, when I you play with to virtual backgrounds. Yeah, yeah, would you... Your yeah. virtual background's distracted. I, got, I was distracted, rules. see? How, how yeah. easily... Yeah. Sorry, everyone. Welcome back to the show, Bo. That's I'm a professional. Uh, all right, well done. That's awesome. Chernobylite, wasn't that one that was... That's new, right? Because it's... Uh, yeah, that's new. Yeah, it was a E3 thing. I meant to check that out. Is that the Apparently weird it's one? It's a game where you have tiny hands. Is it the weird one <laughs> yeah. that's, that's like super, super crazy and everyone was flipping out about the trailer or something? Or am I thinking of the wrong Is there anything thing? with Stalker 2, maybe? I don't remember. There was something that was kind of like Fallout, um, but it looked crazy, like like Russian or Ukrainian Fallout. Not remember. that shooter game, right? Oh, Atomic Heart. That's what that's called. Yeah, Atomic right, Heart. Yeah. Wrong game. All right, now our winner. I need some winner music. Hold on. Uh, I don't have any. Well, you I know what? swear. We'll, <laughs> we'll do the Wii shopping music. All right. So uh, here you go. We're going to give Ooh. away the Xbox Series S to a big winner today. Uh, big thanks to the 2,000 plus people that signed up to try to win this thing. I realized that uh, the longer we let the contest go, the less likely we're each to have a good percentage of winning because more of you signed up to win. But one out of 2,200 or so people isn't too bad of an odd. So you might have a good no. chance here. Uh, but we know who the winner is. They were chosen completely at random. And uh, we're going to not only tell you their name, but read their Dear Martha letter in John's uh, cadence. So here goes. Our winner is Joe Parr, everybody. Joe Parr. Joe Parr. <laughs> yep, Parr with two R's. That's pretty awesome. Uh, he has won the Series S and John... If you don't mind, let's go ahead and read this as if it was a Dear Martha for real in three, two, one. My dearest Martha, it's been a hard battle lately. The two boys have been commandeering my PC every day to play some sort of minecrafting thing. I remember when we were young, you'd be lucky to have enough sticks and rocks to go around. Those days seem like so long ago. If only we had a system that these kids could use that was not my PC, then maybe, Martha, I might be able to write you more than once in many moons. I must be going now. I fear that I may be attacked by a pickaxe shortly if I do not finish my letter and relinquish control to the approaching enemy. Yours in this life and the next... Oh, God help, what is a creeper 69420? <laughs> uh, Congratulations yeah, on well your done. new big white box. Yeah, you got your white box, you got your, 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 your hard drive and your controller and your whatnot, and I'm super uh, stoked for you. So thank you, Joe, for submitting, and everyone for participating in the contest. When another one of these comes up, we'll be sure to let you know so you may walk away a winner. And uh, I'll reach out to you, Joe. So if you hear this before you get the email, you know what's going on. I'll email you before, though. So actually, I want him to hear this first, though. How do I ensure that? Hmm. You know what, Joe? Send me an email. Clip that and email it, too. Oh, that's actually a pretty good idea. Why not that? If not now, then when? If not who, then him? All right, let's do it. Uh, Now, this. The games we played this week. You guys, I'm so excited to finally tell you about one of these. Okay? Because I was surprised by this. 
while the whole rest of the world is suddenly completely enamored with uh, mm-hmm. playing Final Fantasy instead of World of Warcraft for yeah. various reasons. That was already starting to happen, and now we have even more reasons to go play that. Uh, you'd think I might have gone, I'll get back in then. You know, I'm sitting... No. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you did exactly what I think, but continue. I, I, I did exactly what John would expect me to do because I've shown myself to do this before. This is nothing new what I did, but I have this weird thing in me and this happened. I like weird Asian MMOs and usually it's just to experiment a little bit and just kind of see what's going on. And sometimes it's mobile, sometimes it's on a PC, sometimes it's console, whatever. I'm just interested in what Eastern games are doing because we don't see a lot of them over here. Uh, we see a lot of Japanese games, but you know, other parts of Asia, we just haven't seen it. And development is kind of crazy right now in, in China and Korea and so on. And so I installed and tried uh, an MMO that was a buy one. It's a little bit like what they're going to do with Old World. You buy it, or New World rather. Sorry, I did that thing John does. Um, where you buy it for 39 bucks and you just play it. There's no monthly subscription. It's just a game and you play it, an MMO. Uh, that game is Swords of Legends Online, or as the players call it, Solo just actually kind you of know, appropriate. It abbreviates nicely. I yeah. still stand by that it is a video game name generator as all hell. It's a hundred percent that, and I won't, I won't lie to you that the name sounds like it was made from a generator. No question. Wouldn't that be a funny lie though? <laughs> You're like, hey, I'm playing. Uh, I mean, uh, it, it Weasel, would be. Weasel Bop. It's a great MMO. <laughs> Old Weasel. <laughs> totally Bop. not named Swords of Legends. Well, this thing is called Swords of Legends in China. I'm sure it has a much cooler name. Over there, this mm-hmm. is based on a very, very popular bunch of uh, Chinese myth- mythology. Think of it as how we mess around with Greek stuff all the time here, mm-hmm. or uh, like you know, Egyptian King, or whatever. Like the, sure, the, the Monkey King. Yeah, they're really into this stuff, and. Um, also, it's based. Uh, there's also a TV, sh- a very popular TV series that's a spinoff of this somehow. I, I'm not quite sure the connection, um, but over there, this is just enormous. Um, it was put out here just recently, and they had a beta for a while, and that ended, and now it's now it's full on game. Um, I got in there, I made a character, and I was expecting it to be terrible. And, but also, I, I, there'd be moments of like, oh, this is a decent mechanic. I wonder why this hasn't been used by somebody else or whatever. I just kind of thought it'd be like it always is with these games. It's never a thing I stick with or, you know, I'm going to tell everybody to drop their favorite MMO for. But but I find this stuff sort of interesting. And what I found was delightful <laughs> and really, I don't know, <laughs> it surprised me. Um, so here's the basics of it. I'll try to I'll try not to take make this take very long. Um it's nice for once to find a, 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 a MMO out of somewhere in that part of Asia that isn't just a bunch of booby girls. Cause usually that's part, you know, part of the course for these games. I'm almost always like very scantily clad women and you know, they just feel sexist as hell and they're just kind of gross. This isn't that uh, at all. In fact, everybody's really clothed a lot more than you'd ever expect out of a game like this, including Western ones. And um, the game itself, which is really what matters, I think it reminded me of why I loved Pandaria so much because the music's amazing, this amazing like Chinese uh, classical stuff. Um, I don't know what to call it. Like, what would you call that kind of music? I don't know what to call it, but it's like, you know, old, old, you know, Chinese music, uh, sure. whatever, if there's a word for that. Um, the, 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 the aesthetics of it are all very cherry blossoms and beautiful mountains and amazing cliffs and, 
and all this sort of stuff. And so all of it just kind of vibes with kind of a Pandaria thing, which is why I think I loved that expansion so much when I was playing uh, WoW back in the Pandaria days, because Pandaria is still my kind of my favorite experience in the game. And uh, this captures that feeling with all of its, with everything. The whole aesthetic is definitely that kind of thing. So there's that. It's one thing to look good, all right? Then you got to ask, well, what's it like playing it, playing the game? The game plays like um, an MMO. It's a third-person over-the-shoulder thing. Your character runs around nicely animated, uh, takes quests from people. They talk to you. You go off and do the thing. Here's where things get a little weird. The game itself features some of the worst VO localization I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, Okay. Click the button to it, get the menu oh, it's, open. It's so bad. Not even that. Like, well, here I'll give you an example. I have some of this. Um, I mean, I remember it from Dyson's Sphere program. It was pretty jarring. It's a little like that, but I don't know. Maybe worse. Uh, Make the menu open by <laughs> escape press. Oh yeah. Okay. It's, it's bad. Uh, here's so here's some. Here's a. Let's see. That's that's combat. Angry and adopted a law which stipulated that anybody who spoke ill of the stranger's sword would be mercilessly executed. <laughs> so th- that's uh, that seems uh, good. Lady from Harry Potter. It sounds it's, like uh, it. moaning Myrtle. A little bit. Yeah. Um, there's a guy that sounds that's like that seemed good. That's way better than I was expecting. Anyways, there's a guy that sounds like Stephen Colbert. Um, Shoot! I Wait a minute! They got Moaning Myrtle and Stephen Colbert, and you're yeah, Scott's like the voice acting sucks. You finally got to something I like about this game. But it, it doesn't take it, none of it. Sounds oh, is it the text? Like I should have prepared they, more of this. Are they seriously reading bad translations? Is that the problem? That's what it is. The just the localization is bad, and, and therefore the result is the stories don't make any freaking sense. I don't know what's going on in this game. It's beautiful. Oh, okay. I know there's some cool action happening. There are moments of really high octane wow what the heck did i just you know unleash in this world or whatever i know that's happening but i don't know what's happening because no one's explaining it very well and sometimes it'll be a guy going oh hello and welcome to the great city of something something and then you hit you click to continue like he's suddenly he's talking in chinese and i'm like oh no wait a minute you were just talking english a second ago which means they didn't have the line or they just you know didn't have time or, or whatever. So that stuff's just kind of all over the place and a little bit shoddy. And it's a bummer because, uh, I Do you think I, it'd be good in Chinese and just learn Chinese. Oh yeah, I, I totally would. In fact, or I Mandarin wish that, I wish it would let me have Chinese dialogue and English subtitles. Oh, it doesn't? Well, no, it doesn't, um, you know, it's this weird. No, I, I'm used to, yeah. See, oh, Yakuza has the option to have Japanese voice acting or English right in the game. I just thought it would be the same here. I don't well, know. here's the guy. Check this out. Okay. You can play this. You can hear her talk to Stephen Colbert. Hold on. I'm going to skip ahead here a little bit. Okay. I have to talk. Greetings. I'm Hao Tsung, a Moist from the Valley of a Hundred Grasses. <laughs> you hear that? You. That guy. He sounds like yeah. him. it's not him, but he sounds like him, and he doesn't match his face at all. He looks like this really young guy. He's like, "Hello, I'm Stephen Colbert. Welcome to my freaking planet." Um, <laughs> I love it that were true. All those lines you just said were real. Yeah, but some of it is just nonsense, and and uh, but it hasn't mattered. I've been skipping all the dialogue because uh, I'll, I'll watch the cutscenes because they're kind of kind of cool. Um, even though sometimes they say dumb things like uh, this tiger guy. Oh, yeah, you got to hear this. So listen to this tiger guy. Okay. All right, here we go. Everything here. 
Nothing missing. Hey, this armor is really strange. Just looking at it feels weird. It's just that kind of stuff. <laughs> right? And he's a big tiger man with red eyes, and he's got, oh, look at this stuff. It feels weird. Like, it's just. That should have been your opener for questionable voiceover. Yeah, I probably should have. There's more there's more of that than the other. And also as I get further in the game, maybe they're going to update all this, but the further I get in the game, the more Chinese and English are mixed or a guy doesn't talk at all or his sentences get cut off a little bit because they didn't finish the way that they synced it or whatever. Like there's a bunch of issues like that. The gameplay though, moment to moment is really fun. Um probably Bo the closest comparison would be like Dark or uh, Black Desert. Because Black Desert is very motion focused, like a lot of really, you know, awesome fighting moves and, you know, kind of coordinating how you do your combos and all of that. It's not your simple tab target kind of thing. And this is definitely not tab oh, targeting. Well, that either. sounds cool. I like, yeah, I like that kind of a system. Yeah, it's pretty is good. It? I'm, a, I'm a guy with the staff that's basically, um, oh, who is the guy in, I can't think of the character's name, the fighting game on the Dreamcast. What's wrong with me? Uh, mm, I didn't play that. So Soul Calibur. Guy with the staff oh. that was like really good with the two, just the two ended staff, kind of monk staff. Can't remember Tedna. his name. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Tedna. It was name? Tedna for was sure. It, Tedna. it wasn't Maxi. Was Maxi the nunchuck guy? Yeah, Maxi was the nunchuck, and Soul Calibur's Who stick was man the was something else. Stick guy. But I picked a stick guy, and they're almost all okay. sword based things, although there's magic around it and stuff. Um, but the combo system's really fun. The minute to minute gameplay is really fun. The upgrades are great. Keelik. That's his That's name. It. By the time you're done with this game, apparently the end game is awesome. Like just a million things to do, bunch of players doing it, but you got to slog through this story that you can't understand because the localization's so bad. <laughs> it's like Final Fantasy, but kind of yeah, incomprehensible. Kind of yeah, actually, that's the you just said it. Like Final Fan, the difference here is the combat system's very different, obviously, and also the movement is crazy. There's like a sprint mode which you never run out of speed on you get a flying mount in your second quest and the flying mount is a cool. sword is it's a sword you stand on like a skateboard it's awesome um and that thing oh, is that the swords that that might be one of the, the swords of legends swords of legends yeah. if i look if i could fly around on a sword i would that should be a legend <laughs> yeah it was pretty but maybe not if you get it at quest number two maybe that makes it mundane i am going to give the game credit though for giving me cool shit early um that I got a horse right away. I didn't have to wait or grind it out. Um, it just says, hey, here's, here's a faster way to get around. Fly around on the sword and now go for it. The other thing I liked about it is you can see people who are higher up than me or that are at endgame. They, they got some wackadoo freaking crazy mount stuff in this game. The clothes are crazy. Uh, just really ornate and, and interesting stuff. Um, graphically, it's really nice. How you get around is really nice. You have these double jumps and Hmm. leap over walls and stuff like that. So a lot of Kung Fu kind of stuff going on. Uh, it surprised me. I'm surprised how much I enjoyed it. I think it's a coming out at a very inopportune moment. This is a time where Final Fantasy is having a real heyday. Uh, and also old uh, New World, rather, is about to launch in less than a month or about a month. And uh, that's a hard time for your weird, obscure you know, Asian MMO to come out in, in the States and have everybody pay, I mean, pay attention. But. You know how popular it is in China, though? Because that probably, that's their primary market. It's a market like that foreign countries want to get Yeah, it it's big if there. It's very big there. Yeah. 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 I, and I think, uh, I think another thing to keep in mind is, and I'm going to say this as much as possible, because uh, it feels like we're in a place where 
people just default to, oh, not playing WoW anymore, got to go play Final Fantasy. I don't think those are the same game. Mm -hmm. And I don't think the conversion ratio or recommendation ratio would be one to one. So it might be a good time because I think there's I think there's a lot of people that are like, all right, well, I want a MMO. I want a comfort game to play. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how into it people are going to be if they can't even finish localizing lines. That yeah. would be an immediate red flag to me if I was playing a video game and all of a sudden the the language just changed for no reason. Yeah. There's seemingly no reason. I go, well, I'm not going to play this game. If they can't even get all the lines recorded, I don't have faith that this game is going to be a home for me. Sure. But sure. Um, I think there are a lot of people, you know, trying new things and seeing what's out there. And I, I wonder if it might actually do okay as a result of this kind of wow exodus as people fan out and try other things people that like it really like it um if you read reviews and stuff someone in the chat did find a dev note where they said uh, we've heard your feedback and implemented an option to switch between english and chinese voiceovers however in the current beta uh, version of the game or beta version of the feature the toggle does not work correctly as of yet we will fix this until uh, release and you'll be able to switch freely between the two voiceovers so that's coming, and I would actually like that because it sounds like the Chinese voiceover is actually really good. I, I don't know what they're saying, but but the, so you're, you're showing for audio listeners. Scott shows a bit of the video, a bit of the clip on our video version of it, yeah. and I'm seeing the combat. And it actually looks it looks like fun. It is. It really is. Like I, I'm I'm definitely a convert since Black Desert Online of I don't need to do tab targeting in a game anymore. Like <laughs> me too, dude. Same, same. I'm like that's why that's the only reason I like Black Desert Online. It's the one thing they nail how fun it is just to sit and do combos combos and beat, beat up piles of mobs that's it's actually a really appealing part of this game yeah i also found yeah. a guy another player in the game the other day named creamy armpit and that was fun i enjoyed that oh i saw your video Good. about creamy armpit Good. yeah that was creamy armpit that's what the, do you what kind of cream do you suppose uh i'm thinking like cream of Fromage? chicken no like like chicken like chicken yeah like the mm. soup you know like the base soup that comes out in a big solid piece like a cylinder yeah mm. is the cream applied or is it sweated out through the pores oh it's uh, it's excreted through the pores mm. yeah mm. okay i think um, people are gonna be grateful for <laughs> oh shoot man i'm seeing the jumps man this game actually yeah, that's what i'm saying dude there's it's it's very i don't even know what to compare it to i feel like i can't playing. is there an mmo like this in the in we're the Western world, right? Does oh, anyone do an MMO like this, please? Like I mean, there's the non-tab targeting in ESO. There's other games that don't have tab targeting. So New ESO. World isn't going to be doing it. It doesn't do oh, tab no? targeting. That's but true. If yeah. you're excited about jumping, New World isn't the game for you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Let me yeah. tell you. The jump in New World is real questionable. Yeah. It, well, I, it's accurate. It's accurate to how well I could jump. Right. But I mean, there's something to be said about they can definitely black desert online. You do unlock abilities as time goes on, but you do get a lot of the cool stuff pretty early. So there isn't much to work towards at the at end game. Yeah, so that's true. I could see, you know, that's the, probably the one drawback of this, but well, the, the, just, the, it is a close comparison. Those two games, I think at least my takeaway is uh, that they're similar because of the fighting style and also just the non, you know, no monthly, no monthly fees and you know, all that, like they're mm -hmm. kind of in the same boat. Um, really refined graphics, very you know, pretty and 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 polished, but you know, nothing's. It's it's hard to. I don't know what to call it. It's not. It's kind of stylized though. Like it doesn't feel like they're trying to be ultra realistic in this game. So it's a really fine mm -hmm. line. They're they're. I guess I'm just coming away way more positive than I than I thought I was going to get when I played it or when I when I opened it. 
And by the end, I actually am up to like level 30. I'm, I'm going to hit 50. And when I do, I'll try the end game and, and see if it's as good as everyone says wow. it is. Um, it's, a, it's a bit of a shock. I thought I'd play two, three levels and go, okay, well, that was weird. I'll t- and now I have show content or whatever. And instead, I ended up really enjoying it, including the cheese. The cheese is super cheesy, but sometimes cheese is okay. And, and again, there seems to be a reverence from the development of this thing. They're not just making Terra. Or I don't know another one. I can't think of anything right now. But you know, here's a bunch of naked characters you can be, and some of these girls look like they're maybe too young, and you know that all that creep factor that you get in a lot of those games, it's not here. Just don't have it. It's like they took that stuff seriously. They take the lore seriously. I may not understand it half the time, given the translation issues, but they made a this is like a game, (laughs) like this is a game, and it feels like it's probably a really good game natively and could be even better if they if they polish some of that translation stuff because the game underneath is fun and even just skipping through quests real fast and getting shit done it just feels good like i'm going up numbers are going up i'm leveling up i got the bunch of you know items i didn't have before and i don't know it's just it's kind of neat they have a robust crafting system and a bunch of other stuff so anyway surprised hmm. that's all i'm saying surprised yeah by swords of legends online or solo uh, I started the very beginning of Skyward Sword on the Switch. My daughter gave it to me for my birthday. I didn't get very far, so not really much to say about that. Uh, I'll talk more when I play it more, I guess. But uh, never played it when it was on the Wii, so this is my first time. Yeah, it's uh, one of the only ones I haven't ever played as well. Yeah, I think it's the only that Zelda. And uh, I also haven't played the one that everybody raves about on the Switch. Oh. Um, uh, the one where your weapon breaks. <laughs> Oh, you never like the played? one negative thing that I hate about it, and uh, that's that's how I know the game. Uh, yeah, yes. I mean it's the considered Zelda the greatest Zelda break. game ever made, but that weapon breaking thing is is it's like the biggest Breath of the it. Wild, isn't it? Isn't that yeah, Breath of yeah, the Wild. That's yeah, that's it. If that Breath <laughs> of the Wild two thing gets rid of breaking weapons, and I'm not so sure they will, but if they did, I'd be pretty stoked about that. Well, we played that game that was uh, kind of trying to be like it, the the Greek one. Yeah. Uh, Phoenix Rising. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, I like yeah. that one. Um, where, hey, there's no, your weapons don't break. You get to yeah. keep your weapons. And guess what? That game was super cool mm-hmm. and a lot of fun. So yeah, I agree. It can be done. It can surely be done. Um, all right. I also played a bunch of ESO because this game reminded me that there's already a really finished, polished game that I do understand. Uh, that I love already called ESO Elder Scrolls Online so I went and played a bunch of that and I started a character that John would like um, just for fun I mean I I keep playing my main because he's like high level and doing cool stuff but I started a uh, Nightblade which is basically you know all things rogue yeah, yeah, that's how you play an Elder Scrolls game. That's right, and it's you sneak, <laughs> you stab, you yeah. shoot arrows. You would love this guy because he's like backstabbing, doing stuff out of the shadows. There's a big smoke thing you can do, and then pop out of it and cause tons of spike damage. And it's like, it's like totally your kind of character. But um, and I also made a Khajiit for the first time because I didn't used to respect the cat race, and now I really like him after a bunch of story stuff I saw in that game. So mm. I'm playing one of those. Cool. Laura, for real, she, listen, I know you don't like that game. You don't have to tell me every time I talk about it. I get it. You don't have to like every game I like or me or the other way around. Um, he doesn't right. like things we like. Get him. Get him. Burn him. Uh, and then I preloaded Ascent. I haven't played it yet, but that's that Game Pass 
day one thing we, that came out today. We can play it today, right? Like it gets out. I think what I'm going to do after the show. Yeah, I'm going to check, check it out after dinner. I think because I just want to see what's up. People have been raving about yeah, it so far. Yeah, I've been hearing good things about it. Yeah, I'm really really excited to try it. So that'll be what I do next. And whether whether or not that ESO uh, Nightblade goes any further, I don't know. We'll see. But I kind of like him so far. He's fun. Does all kind of bleeds and you know. It's all actiony too, so you're doing a lot of like cool slices and weird little buffs that send knives around you like a like a like a shield, but they're knives. That's pretty cool. Look at that. What yeah. if you end up being a rogue, Scott? What if you just suddenly I won't even know what to think if all I of know. a sudden you become the stealth stabby guy. It's almost like how you're gonna tell me that you actually healed you were like top healer in a raid in <laughs> Hey, don't spoil the game I get to talk about. <laughs> I know, but it's like that for you. It's like, it whoa, wait like a minute, that. what? Like John's healing? Scott's being a rogue? Like, it doesn't make sense anymore what's going on here. It's all backwards. Anyway, we'll talk about Ascent next week, and hopefully we'll all have good things to say about it. John, let's move to you. I heard you're going to you're gonna stream every Final Fantasy game ever made. Is this true? This rumor? Yeah. Well, no, not every Final Fantasy game ever, ever made. But So the, uh, the Final Fantasy Pixel Perfect uh, remasters, mm-hmm. I guess you would call them, uh, the first three of six that are being done have come out. Um, so I technically played a little bit of uh, Final Fantasy 1 because I just wanted to make sure it would load and everything would work. And it's really cool what they're doing with this because uh, obviously when you take an old NES game and you uh, play it on a big modern-day monitor, yeah. there's some weird stretching, it doesn't look great, it's mm-hmm. going to display in a weird ratio... And a lot of the ways we've tried to deal with that has been kind of bad and awful. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that they've done with the Final Fantasy uh, franchise is they uh, remastered the graphics by putting in artwork over the top of the sprites, which has been met with a lot of uh, negative feedback, we'll say. And... I think it's... uh, You know, art is always going to be a bit subjective, so what they have gone back and done is they have kind of HDified the pixels. Mm. So they are trying to keep it pixelated and keep it looking the way you think it should look while making it crisp and modern and running on modern displays. Okay. So as weird as that is to say... I think they've actually pulled it off. Now, a lot of people are mad about the font, and I get it. The font is jarring, and it looks weird. It's fine. There's already mods to fix the font. But uh, as far as the actual graphics look, it does a really good job of looking the way you think it should look, but also looking clean and good on a display um, in the modern day. Okay. And so, again, I haven't gotten too far into it, uh, because I, I, like you said, I am going to stream the Final Fantasies, but it's really neat. And I kind of feel like this is the work that I would want people to put in. If you're going to do a remaster or, uh, you know, a re-release of an old game that's uh, from pixel days, yeah. this is kind of more of what I want to see of it. Hmm. Because this works really well from what I've seen so far. And I'm I'm pretty excited about it. So, uh, yes, I am going to... I've never beaten a Final Fantasy. I've said that on this show. Despite loving the series um, and having played every single game in the series at least a little bit, I've never beaten it. So the current goal is I'm going to stream, and with the 
I on beating, uh, I'm going to play Final Fantasy 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 12, 13, and 15. Not whoa, doing whoa, 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 whoa. You missed that. That's something. the goal. What about 10 What about 12, 2? Yeah, all that stuff. And then there's 13, 2, okay. and 13, 3. 10, whatever. So yeah. here's the thing. Uh, I am not going to commit to 12-2 or any of the offshoot sequels initially, but if I get into it, maybe. Here's the problem. Everybody lo- seems to love Final Fantasy X. I don't have fond memories of X. I remember Titus laughing like a little pain in the ass, and I hated it, <laughs> and it was just not good, and I don't know if I want to go into 10-2 because I don't know if I'm going to care I think 10-2 was just the it. girl's. It I is. Of, I'm not saying it's not. Titus wasn't the only oh, problem. Sorry, it's just okay. the problem just an that example. I remember. Okay. Yeah. Right. I was like, dude, we got you covered. No Titus. Is it Titus or Titus? Titus? No. Titus. I believe it's pronounced Titus, but I <laughs> I would rather say Titus if yeah. you are going to ask me. Uh, Titus uh, is a little bit like Titus, too, is another way you could say it, but I feel like <laughs> Titus is the way to go. But Titus is way cooler. I believe it's pronounced Titus, which is just uh, a damn shame. Honestly. I mean, I, I hate it now. You've ruined, I had fond memories of 10, and they're unfonder because of your pronunciation of that name. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm not going to say I won't play 10-2 or 13-2, 13-3, Lightning Returns, all of that. Um, but I those are definitely those. not my favorite Final Fantasy games, so I don't. I'm not going to commit to it early. I'm already I, committing to a lot of games. So. I did like 13, and one of my gamer regrets is not playing 13-2 or 13-3 because I, th- I dig Lightning. 13 had a a cool looking protagonist than Lightning, although she had zero personality, which is okay. Final Fantasy notorious for main character having. Not a lot of personality. The problem I had with 13 is it contains perhaps the most annoying character I have ever seen in a video game in they the history do. of video gaming. They all do. But this one's worse, Bo. This one about, is uh, way Riku? worse. Is it Riku, her name? No. What's what's her Vini? name? Vini? Yes. Scott, yeah. we should find a clip. What? How do you spell Vini? her name? FF13. It's French for vanilla. V A N I L L E. I'm pretty sure it's vanille. While you're looking that up, it is Titus. Titus Droughtus. Not Titus. Titus Droughtus. Yeah, I don't know where you guys got Titus. It's weird. Where John got Titus. I'm sorry. (laughs) 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 Throw Throw you under the same Titus. Yeah. I've heard Titus. All right. Chat room. Some of you have said Titus in the chat as well. I also found a guy on the internet named Titus Deletus, and that made is me that what the sh- Is that what the Shakespeare play is called? Titus Andridicus? Yeah, no, like, Titus Andridicus Deletus. I don't know. It's Titus. I'm pretty sure it's Titus. Yeah, I think it's Titus. I would want... I think this is her. Play this clip. Okay. We'll see if this is Where'd the person. Yeah, that's her. That's Vinny. Oh, yeah. all right. Uh, hold on. I gotta click her out. I thought Vinny I remembered almost? her looking different, but... Right. Well, there's remember there's three games. Oh my gosh, what's she doing? Oh, it's just her saying "oh" a bunch. Okay, well, well, well hold I on, there might, that there might be you. more. Let me see. Let's me play. Right. <laughs> Screaming. Oh, check this out. Hey, Vanille, where are you? <laughs> We're gonna get pulled off Twitch. Nah, <laughs> This is a video game. Where else would we stream this? Yeah, that's true. Well, that's, uh, 
Oh, she's annoying the hell out of me, so I don't know what that says. Is this why close. people don't like her? It's because she's super obnoxious. She's not or? doing that the whole time. This is a no. Cut it's her. her doing t- it's her talking. Honestly, it's like <laughs> like I don't care about this making weird sounds. Like it's it's the things she has to say yeah. are not is something fine. I enjoy. She's fine. fine. No. This no. is Bo has so. Bo has high tolerance for this kind of anime talk. I, I do. I do actually. I'm. I'm. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I'm not bugged by it. Uh, it is Titus. Uh, second confirmation. Uh, oh, I'm no, this, telling you, this is I've heard Titus a hundred <laughs> times. I would rather say Titus, but I've heard it enough to believe no, no. that it's yeah. Titus. like just just look up like Titus and like Titus Andronicus is a play. I think it's spelled the exact same way, right? It's a Shakespeare thing. T-I-T-U-S. Watch some actors on YouTube say, "Yeah, are they, well, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I was wrong about boys to men, so uh, I don't know." <laughs> yeah, they're all for one now. And not even the same band. I was confused too. Don't feel bad. That confused the hell out of me. Uh, but I just, I mean, maybe I don't want to go hard on the paint on this whole, it's Titus, John, even Shakespeare said so. And yeah. then be told. Totally I mean, wrong. that was the first Final Fantasy that was voice acted. Surely somebody called him by name at some point, right? Totally possible. Like, I feel like this should be the easiest thing to resolve oh, in the yeah, world. Okay, hang on. Let's, yeah, you're right. I mean, let me. Let me make this right by <laughs> like that was the whole thing about ten is finally that's all voice acted. So oh, it's not said, Titus. It's tied with the D. Yeah, Titus. T- yeah, so it's definitely not Titus because it's a D. I'm not saying Titus. I'm saying Titus. You are saying Titus. That's that's real. Real. Okay, hold on. Can we find out? Hang on, I gotta find. What's his full name? Just Titus. People are T-I-D-U-S. saying they avoid saying it. Great. They made their own problem. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's Titus. Oh, that's him hanging out with her. Is that him? Okay. Here, hold on. Yeah. Him and Yuna watch. or whatever. Yuna? Is that who we just watched? No, yeah. that's Vanilla. Well, there's Yuna. Yuna's the leading lady. All right. Here's Titus. Okay. I'm going to play this. Hey, watch. That's a girl. <gasps> oh. Okay. Right. Hey. T- T- you got pretty good. He's a mopey guy, isn't he? All right, let me try that again. Can't find yeah, anywhere where maybe. they say his name. Oh, he is so grumpy. I don't like him at all. Yeah, maybe. I don't really feel like being here. Yeah. Well, this character develops, Scott. It's, it's not, Why like aren't you watching thing. the scene where they laugh? That's well. The that's what this says is they're laughing. Let's let's keep playing. Oh. Screen. Mm. I really don't think that's gonna help this time. I'm grumpy. Leave me alone. I'm emo. You know what? Hmm? Huh? It's embarrassing to say this myself, I but myself. summoners and their guardians are kind of like Spira's ray of light. Okay, I'm gonna get to where they're laughing. People- None of this Practice. Hey, come on. <laughs> oh, he's trying not to smile and laugh. <laughs> this is oh, weird. Actually, there's a pronunciation war. Try oh, to laugh out loud. Why isn't this turning off? Yeah, right. I just found a 15-minute video exploring whether or not it's Titus yeah. or Titus. Titus or Titus, exploring the great Final Fantasy pronunciation war. Hey, it's uh, the same video. Yeah, yeah. Not, my final, the Final Fantasy Union. Uh, somebody call the Wilmer Hale or whatever that Blizzard has. We have a union on our hands. Does it unite. end with like a 
a determination? Like that's what that's all I need to know. Of course I don't it need doesn't. 15 minutes of evidence. Here's where I come in. The whole thing is based around water and Titus sounds like the tide. That's the name it should be. It's not what I use cuz it's not what I heard, but Titus makes more sense to me. Yeah. Done. All right. Solved. Titus. That's as, who it is. The water-based character <laughs> Tide sounds like water, also bleach, but has nothing to do with this, and uh, it should be Titus. <laughs> it's also bleach. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, we don't call it teed detergent. We call it Tide. Yeah, we call detergent. it Tide. Right. 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 But, but again, that's a modern product that may not have a bearing on a Japanese uh, naming convention. Uh, I'm embarrassed right. to say I'm going to watch all 15 minutes of this video at some point. That is embarrassing. Maybe somebody in the comments gives it away. It's very embarrassing. But the point oh, is, eight John's, minutes 54 is where he starts talking about the. Name. John's going to play all these, and you thought the first one's pretty good so far. Is the main point here, right? It looks yeah. good. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm going to watch part of these I, streams. When, when are you doing these? Do you have a schedule for them, or what's the plan there? No, it naturally came out at a really weird time. So uh, right now things are a little shaky. I'm not going to be in town this weekend. Next week is going to be crazy busy. Um, but my wife d does have a new job that's going to let me stream a little bit more often. So uh, nice. soon. So probably the second week in August is where I'm I'm looking at maybe starting some of that stuff. Very nice indeed. All right. Uh, you also played Pokemon Unite. Oh, I got to talk. We have to talk about this. Yeah, uh, I played a bunch of that, too. And I forgot to write it down. That game's rad. What do you think of it? The game, the game is rad. Yeah. That game's super good. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with it. Like, it's not the most competitive thing in the world. And, like, deep down in the back of my mind, there is a part of me that's like, am I just crushing children right now? Like, uh, just <laughs> playing their Switch? Because I had my first match against regular people, and I was playing the tank role. Uh, I was playing as my slow bro. Yeah. And uh, not only did, because they give awards out at the end, kind of Heroes of the Storm style, you get a little emblem based on what you did. I got MVP and I got every award that they give out a notification to. Wow. Every single one of them was under my character. And Nicely I was like, done. can I just beat up a bunch of kids and feel proud of it? <laughs> and then I realized I did feel proud of it. So I tweeted it out because yeah. uh, I was proud. Um, but it's, it's actually a lot of fun. And what I like about it is that it is, you know, for short term, it is the Pokemon MOBA, mm -hmm. but at the same time, it is actually kind of a, in a genre of its own yeah. because I sort of went in and started playing it like heroes of the storm. And I was like, I'm just going to kill the whole team. I, you know, I'm just a team battle, team battle, team battle. And I realized I was actually working to the detriment of my party because I wasn't focusing on scoring points, which is actually key. And so this this game where I did so great in, uh, I almost lost it for the team because I didn't realize until I started getting capped for the little like dunking Pokeballs. Right. And I wasn't picking them up anymore that like, oh, I need to actually go turn these in. And I did at the last minute start turning in a bunch and making multiple runs. And we you know, one by about a hundred, which is about how much I was carrying around on me. So right. it was, uh, it was kind of surprising to me that it, it is a MOBA, but even within the MOBA genre, the way you play it and the goals you achieve are very different than other. That's MOBAs. why it reminds me of, everyone says it reminds them of heroes and I agree, but it reminds me in that way, not specifically heroes. Like there's nothing happening here where I'm like, Oh, this, this plays just like heroes. But what feels like heroes to me is they've said, all right, the basic underpinnings, yes, this is a MOBA, but we're going to, you know, 
we're basically going to do something very different objective wise. And that's what they've done here. And it may be the same object objective every time you play it, but it's really fun. And getting rid of those balls is intense. Cause it's like, Oh my gosh, there's somebody guarding. It's like a basketball kind of thing. And you got to go dunk those in there when no one's, you know, no one's going to stop you or interrupt you. I don't have to manage mana. I really like that. Um, upgrading your character as you go along is really kind of cool because it's also literally you evolving your Pokemon and mm-hmm. not just skills and they go together and there's like options on which which way you want to go depending on kind of the makeup of your team a little bit the way heroes does with its uh character upgrades every few levels or whatever it's just a rad time i wish this was on pc because i'd probably play it more there than i think i well i don't know actually if i was if i had this if my switch wasn't a if it was a real you know like a a full-blown switch with like you know tv i'd probably play this on there because um, I think the controller stuff's great. It's actually, you know, super can you, intuitive. Can you play with friends on? Can you queue up as a team? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, I uh, I played a game with my wife because she, she heard about us uh, talking about it on the show and she went and got it. And it's been kind of her her big thing when she's out there watching Baby. And so we uh, we teamed up and played another match together. And that I mean, you know, was actually hard to figure out how to do, harder than it should have been. But we've managed to get in and play together and beyond difficulty on how to make the lobby work between her and myself right we uh and this is free to play right totally free to play yeah and i'm feeling such big fomo from this little phenomenon because there's a lot of noobs to go pwn in in this thing and i kind of want to and i have have, you know (laughs) we get the heroes team together and we just absolutely ravage all these wrecking players i I was watching kyle playing kyle was wrecking people i'm good at mobas i'm gonna like destroy dreams in this game i feel like yeah big time uh, big time yeah we should we should do that we should all well you need a switch though to do this well you know what that's That's the thing i'm like it's, I might have to buy a Switch just to play this it, dumb game. <laughs> it's like, coming to uh, it's coming to mobile next month. I don't know what that means in terms of control. I've got an iPhone but, six. It'll be like two FPS on it. I think it might work. You but, never know. You never know. But yeah, I, I don't even know. If I mean, cat, I still uh, want to play Metroid Dread, and you know, there's reasons to pick it up. This is just right. This is, it's important now. Kyle's doing a pop. I want it on Kyle's team. Yeah. He's I want to join people. Kyle and Joe. And I want all of us to play and just shatter other teams. They'd be like, oh my God, I never knew people could be so good at all these non MOBA players finally playing Pokemons because mm-hmm. they, they like Pokemon games. It, yeah. It's kind of like playing against AI and heroes, except you know it's other people and they're sad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, it's the sadness that tastes delicious, you know. I also Sorry have not lost like a that, game but. for the same reason, and I end up being MVP almost every game. And again, it's because if you go into this with, you know, just some of those basic things, and kids are just playing their their Pokemon game, you really are wrecking them. Like, there's no way around it. It's fun though, real fun. It's a neat yeah. little game, and it's really polished. Oh my god! I, so if I buy a Switch, you guys are gonna play with me? Right? Oh hell yeah! I'll play. Yeah, this. yeah. I can do this from my bed. That's the best part. I don't have to do anything special. Sorry, did you say you're going to shit your bed? <laughs> I'm going to shit my bed. No, I'm going to play from my bed. I'll be in okay. bed when I play. <laughs> it's just the audio cut out for me. For I'm going to shit my bed. <laughs> I'm going to shit my bed. Bo, listen, Bo, if you play this game, I'm going to shit my bed. <laughs> Finally. Finally. All right, I'm buying a Switch as soon as possible. All right. Uh, yeah, that's the hot thing right now. Everyone's loving it. All right, John, I didn't want to I didn't want to scoop you on this, but tell me about your healing and all that business because... Uh, yeah, because uh, of course I'm still playing Final Fantasy XIV, naturally. Uh, I was into it before it was cool. <laughs> and um, 
I I started <laughs> over. I started a new character uh, mm-hmm. because I'm crazy like that, and I've been going through trying aspects of the game that I skipped or maybe didn't pay attention to because I was just in a race to see the story the first go. Uh, so I been doing some of the crafting which has been uh kind of neat i actually really like how that works it feels a little more like it feels a little more like you've committed to a role when you're crafting rather than it's just something you kind of do while you're out adventuring mm-hmm. but the big news is uh i have a long history with mmos and there's a thing that i have never done in any mmo that i've ever played including one where i technically was a healer class and just refused to do that role because damage is where my heart was. Um, so for the first time ever, I've been healing in an MMO. Wow. Uh, and I actually I, I made a conjurer because I was just like I was in Gridania and I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Let's pick up let's pick up a conjurer and let's see how that goes. Yeah. And I thought, well, you know, I've never done this before. Let me go heal my my first dungeon. And uh, it went really well, and we nobody died, and I felt like I did my role well, and I got a lot of XP. That's the other little secret that Final Fantasy will get you with, is especially if you have a job that's lower than your main, you get bonus XP, so then dungeons also award a lot of XP. Mm. I was like, wow, I leveled up really quick. I gotta, maybe I'll try that again. So I went in. And I told everybody, I said, hey, just so everybody knows, I'm a, I'm a very new healer. This is only my second dungeon. You know, I'll do my best because that's what, that's what you do in Final Fantasy. You let people know. Right. And I had a super fun experience. Um, first of all, uh, the best thing that could happen to get me excited about the role happened, which was somebody said, I don't believe that you're a new healer. You're doing too good of a job. So I got <laughs> a compliment. And already now I'm thinking like, well, I'm an ace healer. Uh, clearly, because I've done it twice now, and I got a compliment, so I'm the best. Um, that was thing number one, but then it was also kind of a funny story, too, because the tank basically told us, he's like, I'm going to overpull this next room, just be ready. And he did, and he went ham, uh, and we all wiped. We got killed from it, because he went oh, way too crazy, and uh, even being too good of a healer, I uh, couldn't keep up with it. So I came back, and... Uh, Three of us had rezzed, and one of them was still dead on the floor. So I raised him, and the tank goes, hey, don't raise him. Let He needs to walk back. And I thought he was being mean, and then he types, he goes, no, this is my cousin. He's, he's young. <laughs> he's, he's new to MMOs, and he needs to learn some etiquette. And then he sends a message to him, and he goes, when you die, you don't wait for the healer to run back. You run back with everybody else. Do you understand? Wow. And it was this this. really kind of neat teaching moment of this tank teaching this DPS how to run this dungeon in real time. And it was really sweet. Got to the end boss, and they were like, now make sure you give somebody a commendation and, you know, telling them how to do it. And it was uh, was actually pretty great. Really sweet moment. Yeah, I like Hmm. that. I would love to have seen that in person. That's very good. So did, uh, so you're a healer forever. You're just now you love it. And, uh, you know, I definitely like doing dungeons with it. Now I still get anxious about it because, you know, for the first couple dungeons, it's not like there's a lot. I mean, most of the fights are tank and spank. You don't have a lot of ancillary damage happening to other people. There's not a lot of ads. You don't have a lot. You have to dodge as the healer. You can kind of just stand there and DPS and, 
and heal at the same time. Um, but now I'm starting to get the dungeons unlocked where there is a little bit more tricks to it. So I still get that anxiety about it. Like my comfort zone is still, well, let me go in as DPS and I'll feel, I'll feel okay. Um, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. And like, it's what I break out when it's dungeon time, because one instant queue is great. And two, you get a ton of XP and it's just a very different feel to be healing. So I'm I'm really liking it, and uh, you know, kudos to Final Fantasy for making a game that uh, finally got me to do it because no. I had been avoiding it for forever. It turns out the impossible is indeed possible after all this time. Yeah, well done. Um, all right, Bo, over to you. Disco Elysium, still the greatest game you've ever played, based on last week. Yeah, yeah, still, still, um, still in the middle of my run. Uh, I'm on to day two, but um, I find I've been playing in the evenings, but it's really hard to settle in and play that game for two hours. So uh, I've taken, I played a bit on the weekend and I'm mm. going to play some more this weekend, probably stream it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I haven't actually played that much games overall this week because I decided to try running. Oh, how'd that go? Um, well, it was okay for That's a while. realist game. Yeah, the well, you know, game. I'm just, I walk home. I, I do about an hour of walking every day. And on the weekends, I might do some more, just doing groceries and stuff like that. So I decided that it's just funny because it really screwed my gaming time up. That's how this relates. <laughs> because I haven't really run in like seven years or something. It's yeah. been a long time. Like, I'm like, okay, I got to get back into shape. And so I'm, I'm doing these intervals of like, it's nothing. It's like 10 seconds. I'm doing five 10 second intervals, five 20 second intervals. And mainly the reason I have to stop is just my shins hurt because I'm a big guy and I'm like, oh, this doesn't feel good. Uh, anyways, I had this weird, these weird numb feelings in my legs that kind of drove me crazy and I couldn't sit down because my legs hurt. They're recovering from, you know, going like, oh my God, you're running? What the hell is, ah, we have to make muscles quick. Uh, it's just been an awful week, kind of. Pretty right. sure that's it. I'm going to check with my doctor tomorrow. Hmm. Fine today. Anyways, it's kind of screwed my gaming time, so... I didn't actually play that much this past week. That's what well, I'm trying like to say. you said last week, that game needs like like a certain level of brain focus, you know, because it's just so much. It's just there. any game, right. yeah. Like if I, I'm sitting down and my legs are driving me nuts, like it feels like a sunburn. It feels a little weird. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like muscles hurting, mm. but I'm pretty sure it's what it is. So I'm gonna check with my doctor tomorrow. But maybe you got sunburn. Made a little, maybe you got a little, yeah. uh, you know, a little sun. A little. Oh no, I'm brown as all hell. I'm like outside every day, like and. I'm the kind of person that doesn't wear sunscreen. Like, I don't burn. I just turn brown. Oh, you're lucky. That's the yeah. polar opposite of me, literally. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gosh. Yeah, I'm pretty fortunate. Most people I know are like, they'll spend too much time in the sun. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I went swimming I'm the fine. other day. I went swimming the other day, and I really felt like a nightmare there. I got all shirtless and went, no one wants to see this. Nobody here wanted to see this today. <laughs> well, no one wants to see mine either, but, you know. And then I had to rub it, myself down with a with a SPF 70, and so I look like that picture of uh, Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> on the beach with his face all white. I just looked horrible. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Anyway. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, not much in the way of gaming, but I have, uh, I will say I have given uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon another a second oh, chance. Yeah, just yeah. as a... It's my pick up and play for 30 minutes to an hour or like I'll watch an episode of something and then switch to like a dragon for 30 minutes and yeah. swap back to the show I was watching. Mm-hmm. Um, that game is kind of awesome. I got yeah, I got to say cool. I it's cool. I got to a point where, you know, you're down on your luck. You've been in jail for 18 years. You're like 40 and you don't know what a smartphone is. And you're with this old guy like you're basically homeless and like your big goal in life is to like 
try and do anything for any kind of money. So like there's these mechanics where you have to look for change underneath uh, vending machines. Mm-hmm. And there's a mini game where like you have to, you're on a tricycle and you have to pick up uh, empties <laughs> and you just, you just load empties up into your back and you know, you have to beat other, other people. They actually refer to them as hobos mm. picking up, um, you know, cans and stuff like that. It's absolutely ridiculous, but it's really touching because at one moment you finally get a place to stay and you and this other guy, this doctor who helped you out because he got shot, blah, 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 blah. Um, he's like, man, you know, I think the Yakuza life is like not working out for you, dude. Like he's, <laughs> he, he's like, not like the, the other Yakuza games. You're like a badass, but yeah. you are just like the biggest dumbass, Right. And, and, yeah. You're not, this guy's not cut out for Yakuza. You're loyal and kind and nice. Like, you have no business being a Yakuza. And um, he's like, when you were a kid, what did you dream to be? And he's like, you know what? I just wanted to be a hero and help people. And he's like, well, let's go out and help people tomorrow. And and he's like, we're going to do it like in Dragon Quest, right? First, we got to grind the low-level mobs. And the low-level mobs are like other homeless people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like you, you, you go out, and I've gotten to a point now where, the, where when you fight the, the homeless men or the scandalous men, uh, you, your main character's imagination turns them into these crazy costumes. I don't know if you got that far, John, but like... No, I didn't. Like, like, That's like, amazing. And, and you're like... Do you, at one point in the battle, like, you guys see that? They changed outfits. And the other guys are like, uh, what? <laughs> you're like, oh, my God, look at the crazy outfits. And then there's this baseball bat that's in a, it's in a part of the ground, and the other two guys can't get it out. But your guy, Ichiban, gets it out. And he's like, I'm like King Arthur. And he's, like, and he's just like, he's a 40-year-old man-child. And it, it's becoming the greatest thing because he's not... He's not like a serious, I got to get back in the Yakuza. He's just like, I'm going to help people like Dragon Quest. And like, and it's just, it, it's, it's definitely winning me over on that front. And yeah, so. It's a goofy, goofy game. Yeah. Like what I and you know, so like there's, it's a nice thing. Like your first gig is helping a brothel out. And then the enemies are people pr- protesting prostitution. And you're like, back off. We can do what we want. And you're fighting, uh, you know, picketers against prostitution is like, oh, it's still morally ambiguous, this franchise. Yeah. But hey, oh, yeah. it's, uh, yeah. Anyways, I, I'm I'm starting to dig it, at least. It hasn't been really pervy at all. So uh, the, other, the other Yakuza was, like, if I got to start collecting trading cards of bikini-clad women, I don't know. But um, Yeah, some of the Yakuza's yeah. do get weird and pervy. For whatever reason, this one doesn't strike me as that yet. I mean, it's a little insensitive to homeless people and a few other things like that. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's, still, it's still, like bad but like i watch south park i'm like i'm not that you know i'm okay with some right i also played the south park rpg oh yeah i'm okay i'm okay with with shocking humor and you know inappropriate edgy stuff like that's okay i just feel gross when it becomes like in yakuza zero there's a mini game where you call girls up and say the right things to them yeah in order to go on dates and the idea is they sound like one thing on the phone, but then, uh-oh, she's too old. And you're like, oh, no, I have to have sex with you. Ah! Or it's like, you know, they're too not hot or something. And I'm like, this mini game's kind of gross. Mm. Uh, you know, so and then if they're hot, then it's like a win and you, you get a thing. And I'm just like, OK, you know, like that's not my favorite thing in the world. But, uh, yeah, this doesn't seem to have that so far. Well, there you go. Hey, by the way, did you see we were in like the top 20 podcasts this week in gaming? That's pretty good. Yeah, people yeah. like us. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Well, welcome all the new listeners who've come in to join us. It's been wonderful having you. Yeah, here. we were right up there with yeah. Kyle's new uh, Unite thing. And then um, 
What was the other? Oh, the instance was up there again. Um, like the being day. close to the instance is a big deal. That your in, instance has been like top dog for as long exactly. as I've been. There were there were some the years Apple back store. in Damn the heyday. institution. The instances back yeah. in the heyday, like let's say oh nine through twenty fourteen, before the game itself started to sort of slip. We were in the we were like number one through five every week. So that's changed, but that's because the game changed. I mean, you know, not everyone's going to hang around. Yeah. And, and now we've changed entirely. If you want to hear, by the way, if you want to hear John sell you on playing Final Fantasy, if you don't hear it enough here, he went hard to the paint two weeks ago on the instance. Not two weeks ago, two episodes ago, last week. Uh, you should probably go listen to that. He guessed it well. I still feel like I went too too hard on it. The problem is, is that like the the floodgates of wanting to talk about Final Fantasy are real mm-hmm. and as soon as those doors are permitted to be opened it all comes bursting out at once and it's like okay I only have to tell you about 700 things that I'm excited about and we'll all be good mm-hmm. and as a result everything gets jumbled things get forgotten and uh, I sound like a little kid at Christmas but oh, yeah. you know that's a testament to how I feel about the that's game, some so. really great passion on display and I I love that. Like as fun as much fun as we have with the whole dragon beef and everything. Like your time in Final Fantasy has has for me anyway proven that it's possible for another game to capture somebody in a way that you know maybe WoW was the only thing that could really capture you like that before. I mean, the, it's the franchise has captured him. He is going to play all the yeah. Final Fantasy. Yeah, like. Like that's hardcore. Yeah, that's I'm a, like, that's a lot of hours. It's a lot of commitment. That's like you're in a genre. Back when websites were new, Final Fantasy fan websites were definitely like a genre of website mm-hmm. for people who liked it. I remember You'll be days. among those now. Yeah. Hardcore players. Among the greats, John. You put it all up on YouTube and you'll be searchable forever and we'll all remember your name and say it with hallowed tone. That's yeah, that's that guy that played through all the Final Fantasies. They remember say he'd never him. beaten one before. Oh, the 2020s. Now, you remember those days? Now, now he's beaten a few of them. He's yeah. a, he's a, he's uh, a hero. I, I don't know how it's going to go. I might burn out on one, but I, I'm excited <laughs> about it. Yeah. Um, the closest I ever got to beating one was Final Fantasy III, which came out on the Nintendo DS. Um, the, the real Final Fantasy III, not... Right. NES Final Fantasy 3. That was an actual one. conversion, right? Or an actual version of that exact game on that device. Uh, no, that was a remake. Oh, it was. It was all in 3D and, and polygons and all of that. Uh, so in a weird sort of way, this one might be... I'm sure they put it out at some point in a more pixel form. But yeah, like it was actually pretty hard to play Final Fantasy 3. But I nearly beat it. And then uh, I was on the, because Final Fantasy is notorious for having a boss rush right before you beat the game, where it's like, oh, you fight a boss, you fight a boss, fight a boss, fight a boss, fight a boss, beat the game. And um, I was at the boss rush, so I was at the end of the game, and somebody sent me a tip on how to like overpower your team by turning them all into onion knights and there was like a trick that you had to do and i was just like going through and i was doing this trick to turn my characters into onion knights and i accidentally erased my save oh yeah it, it was an irreparable like it wasn't even a case of something weird happened it was like oh i just erased my save oh. because i wasn't I wasn't thinking. So that's the closest I've ever been to beating it, uh, or beating a Final Fantasy. Um, 
and I think eight or nine is probably the second closest, but yeah. I've done it until yeah, now. Damn. So I saw somebody say I beat Chrono Trigger. I 100% beat Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross, but I don't count those as Final Fantasies. No, you can count yeah. them as square pup games, but you can't count them as Final yeah. Fantasies. No. Same with Secret of Mana. I beat that, yeah. but uh, not a Final Fantasy. Right. I finished a few of them. One, two, three. US, one, two, three. I've finished none of them, so. Seven. There's me. Eight, I used to I not like JRPGs back in the day. I thought they were dumb. I didn't like, but that was back when I didn't like turn-based combat of any kind. And hmm. that was when I thought real-time strategy and real-time tactical stuff was the future. And that's all it would ever be. And I totally looked down my nose at turn-based anything. And now I've completely flipped. I am way the other way now, and I think I'm embarrassed. I was an embarrassing person then. I was not a serious person. I was lame. I mean, the Final Fantasy implementation is arguably not the best implementation of turn-based, right? It's like very menu, you know. Yes. Well, they were early. It's not going to be the most exciting stream to watch in the whole wide world. We'll say that. No, that's Eh, that's true. But there would have been a time in my life where, if let's say, XCOM Two, Freedom of the Monkey People. What's it called? What's what's the full name? Uh, XCOM to the uh, enemy, oh, enemy of the state, the enemy weekend enemy, anyone know? Maybe the X pack, whatever it is, enemy abroad, <laughs> whatever that is. Uh, if that game would have come come out when I was like twenty five, I would have said no, forget it. Yeah, turn basis for weirdos. No thanks. Now I'm completely flipped over on that. Just complete flip for me. I don't know if I matured into it or other people matured out of it. I, I don't know, but I, I would love them now. I think it's just knowing how to find the fun. I think sometimes if you, you got to learn how to appreciate some games, especially if, you know, mm-hmm. it'd be hard for me to play a FIFA game right now. So I'd be like, oh, this is boring. But mm-hmm. I bet you there's it's a fun to be had, you know. Yeah, FIFA's pretty good. I also like hockey games, and a lot of people don't like those. I like football games. Mm-hmm. People don't like those. I mean, I think there's just a... Actually, so Minecraft's a good example. Minecraft just always looks so boring to me. Like, and but a lot of people find it fun, so there must be, you know, that's a good example. Though I don't like, I don't yeah. rush to play that either. But I've played, I don't know, the things about it that I like. I don't know. Uh, uh on the on the, I, I want to interject a little bit with this Titus oh, conversation. Tetis, yeah, let's get back to Titus. Oh, while you guys were covering some stuff, I did close caption the video and and then turned on the listen. So the Japanese name for it is TDAC. And I think the T has something to do with the sound or it means an actual word. So the localization was to T-DUS for some reason. Oh. So forget correct pronunciation. If you look at it and say like, oh, tide, it's, I think, intended to be TDUS. So and it is so intended John, to be TDUS and John was right the whole time? The thing is, you can rename the characters. That's why they never use the name in the game because oh. it's the last Final Fantasy where you could change the name of the main character. Like you, you could call Cloud Scott. You know, we could change it to Scott because you were the Scott character. I didn't know that. In seven, you could rename the characters. Yeah, yeah. In the original seven, in remake, you can't because there's voice acting now and it's just Cloud. Right. And it's okay to do that. But that was a long held Final Fantasy tradition to rename all the characters. You could rename Barrett and Tifa and all that. Yeah. So in in Final Fantasy X, I think the only character you could rename, I think, was Titus, and that's why that's why there's, there's an argument about it because they never actually say his name because he could have been Scott or Gerp or you know Chud Pounder twenty two forty nine sixty nine or whatever. Chud like. Pounder. <laughs> and, oh, that's um, a great name, Chud Pounder. 
Yeah, they just write themselves, right? Uh, sperm tornado. <laughs> you know, like. Still. Ah. Ah, no. I thought about it too much. Wait, you said you know, sperm tornado? Did sperm they go- tornado. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. I mean, I was thinking about that earlier this week in relation to the Blizzard stuff. It's a long story, but if you ever want to ask me about it. Anyways. About um, sperm the- tornado. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a theory I'm working on. So I haven't finished writing the paper yet, so it's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to just oh. let that part out, but that's I'm just explaining where the thought came from because I've been thinking about sperm tornadoes all week. But wow, anyways. all right, that's fantastic. Um, I will ask later, don't count on that. Yeah, I yeah. didn't think I was going to, but now I might because we have we have gotten here. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. now that we're anyway, so so you could rename, I forgot lost the point, anyways. That's yeah, uh, that's part of why I'm, that's part of why I'm writing a paper on it. It's just the power of those two words. It's, Amazing. Wow. You're writing a paper. I just think that's cool. It's like you're doing I'm not, a, really, I'm not really writing a paper. You're not really writing a paper. <laughs> but, but, but it is a theorem. I am working on some sort of a, a okay. stupid weirdo theorem. But I'm anyways. into it. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm, I want to um, hear how this goes. All right. Well, anyway, it's Titus. So Tetis. I want John to feel validated because we kind of we kind of badgered him that he was wrong. And uh, well, John, it turns out just know, right. John, we hear you. And uh, your Titus is now <laughs> no longer Titus. Ty, Ty Dess is, is dead. Long live Titus. I mean, look, I was in a good position because I was going to win either way. I, either I would have been right with my going off of what I've always heard or I was going to be wrong and then i got to call him by the name i would rather call him because right. titus is way cooler you but, would prefer you know, titus wouldn't we all yeah. though we all prefer titus in the end yeah. all right well on that note email that's a good question we got an email this came to us uh at our email address which is super easy to remember and to plug into your email app of choice it's talk to the core at gmail.com again talk to the core it's like a little sentence there at gmail.com. Talk to the court at gmail.com. Here's the email from Matt T in the UK who says, Hello there, core people. I wanted to ask if you've ever played a game but thought the music slash score was not, or sorry, was not for you or didn't work. I recently bought Doom Eternal. Hold on, Bo. Calm down. Don't worry. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> the sperm tornado. Yeah, sperm tornado over. coming in. Uh, uh, weather update. We got a sperm tornado coming in from the north. <laughs> Um, I recently bought Doom Eternal and I am loving the 4K 60 FPS and the ray tracing of my shiny new PS5, along with the exciting fast paced gameplay and great game systems. But I really can't stand the heavy metal music that accompanies it. So I decided I would play my own Spotify list of more suitable musics and scores uh, that is more to my taste. My playlist included Blade Runner 2049 score, which is awesome, by the way. Uh, and it's dark industrial themes and many other dark ambient songs. Uh, this gave the game a much more sinister and edgier feel and really made the game more dark and immersive and less ear bleeding in my opinion. Are there any games that you guys uh, have really been into, but the music didn't do it for you? And if so, what alternate would you like to see in its place? Thanks for doing the things you do. Love the show and all things frog pants. Yours in life in the next Matt T from the UK. Well, Matt. Um, so I was thinking about this, uh, yeah, I mean, music's a big deal. Uh, I've been playing a little of Death's Door, which is this, uh, I talked about it last week a little bit. It's a brand new Devolver digital game where there's a penguin with a sword, and it's great uh, so far. It's made by the Titan Souls people, and it's a bit of a Souls-like, bit of a Zelda-like, a little bit of a, I don't know, puzzly sort of top-down Diablo kind of thing going on. Uh, not loot, really, though. Um, 
but it's got a lot of neat things going for it. And it's a really cool game. And I think the animation, the art style, the direction, and the gameplay are incredible. I think the music is really bad for some reason. It doesn't work for me at all in that game. And so I turned the music off. Um, this is a sharp contrast to the that Swords of Swords Online or Swords of Legends Online game where I was so pleasantly surprised by how much the music elevates the material. It's really beautiful and amazing music in that game. Um, and that was unexpected. So I've had both experiences where a game where the music's probably fine, but it doesn't work for me. For example, I think Doom Eternal and the Doom 2016 soundtracks are awesome. I love the mix of like techno and metal and industrial. It's all good to me. But it sounds like he didn't find that there. So anyway, what do you guys, uh, what comes to mind? when you're thinking of music that just didn't do it for you i don't know i don't turn off music very much it would only be in games where i've heard the music a lot but i'm usually listening to a podcast while i'm playing games in a lot of those scenarios and i keep the music on anyways you know because i don't i can listen to the music and hear the podcast Mm -hmm. I, i mean there's few songs that are catchier and then i hate more more than the gold saucer Music, gold saucer. Uh, not not the go- yeah. But, oh. yeah, from fi- but not from Final Fantasy fourteen online. Although it's there, but right. when I play the original Final Fantasy seven, there's a whole zone that you level up. But you'll spend hours in there, and it's a short MIDI file that's on loop, and it's just like, good God, kill me. Um, it is the absolute. <laughs> it's fine for a little bit, but when you realize you're gonna have to listen to it for ten hours, you're just like, ooh, it's yeah. I don't love the the Final Fantasy fourteen soundtrack period like it's not my favorite thing there's some cool stuff in there i find it kind of repetitive and irritating though for the most part Mm. i think elder scrolls online is beautiful amazing music and uh should be listened to whether you play the game or not just go get it on spotify we're throwing out the dragon beef here's one i can win like a dragon beef maybe not gonna win because uh dragons uh, and final fantasy didn't look that good yeah but Here's one where you're crazy. The Final Fantasy soundtrack. Well, here's the here's the problem though. Like vastly better than the Elder. See, I completely disagree with this. And this to me, (laughs) no, this to me illustrates something. This is 100% a taste thing. I like orchestrated Western style. When I say Western, I mean Western European style fantasy music is my jam. I love it. I get carried away in it. Um, all yeah. the Elder Scrolls soundtracks from all the way back, like all of it. I'm not talking just DSO, talking, you know, Skyrim, all of it. It's amazing, amazing music that just takes me places. Um, Final Fantasy is a lot of. Well, that stuff's all good. It's not, it's I mean, I'm not saying it's, it's bad. Cool it just doesn't do it for me the way it does it for John. And so I'm 100% cool with John having it do it for him the way Elder Scrolls or, or any, uh, many other games do it for me. Right. It's just not my. It's not my style. I just. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why I don't I like don't it. Know. It's okay. I don't know. I'm gonna. Would you, would I'm gonna pull the. I'm gonna pull the. Uh, you haven't played enough of the game card. <laughs> yes, I'm 30, still... 30 plus levels uh, were not enough to tell if I like that music or not. I mean, does the music nope, get markedly not... better? Or or not? Uh, well, here's the thing. I I think it's. I don't fault anybody for saying that like, oh, I don't like this track. I don't like this track or I don't like the inconsistency. Um, But I think Final Fantasy has like you can literally hear almost every style of music in that soundtrack. 
Like <laughs> they they cover everything. Like that's one of yeah. the things I love about the soundtrack is that you'll be in one place and it'll be a a, a hard heavy metal you know rock song, and then you'll go to another place and it'll be techno, and then you'll go to another place and it'll be classical. And you'll do a boss fight, and it'll be this operatic song. Like, it's all over the place. It's not just one genre. And I think that That's to say, me. like, oh, well, I played a little bit of A Realm Reborn, and then I boosted to Heaven's Ward, and I played a zone. <laughs> like, n- no, I don't think you've gotten a proper sampling of the soundtrack. I played a ton more than that. And I <laughs> I think that – I'm not saying it's bad. I think you just described it. It's the It's the inconsistency. Or as you would say, the variety. It is a big variety. I'll walk into a place and go, why does this sound like a casino? And I'll walk next door and it'll be like, oh, this is more like my jam. Because there is one. But you know, I know what you're saying. (laughs) And I'm not saying diversity in your music is bad. I like thematic, consistent, tonal stuff. And for whatever reason, you know, to me it'd be like if Lord of the Rings didn't have the themes it has and instead they went with, you know, work around the corner and it's like do 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 and suddenly it's a bar in Star Wars it would just throw me and that and this game does that it goes all over the place and it's okay it's totally fine that they do I'll be honest I've played very few games that have bad soundtracks like I'm I'm sort of going through my list though like overall I know this is there's a specific Final Fantasy taste thing going on but like I'm just going through the list and I'm like I love video game music like there I've no. I'm an appreciator of music, and and I, while I might listen to something while I play it, I never turn it. Like, I, there's never, except that one Gold Saucer example, like, I don't really turn on, unless it's already, like, a shite video game. Like, if you're playing something that is clearly an indie game and clearly not a lot of effort went into the game, but, like, it just hasn't come up. I, I, I'm Even Black Desert Online has pretty great music. Like, yeah, I'm, I kind of think that, yeah, the Yakuza, like a dragon music's a little <laughs> shite, actually, but I haven't turned it off. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, some of it's actually pretty, if I really think about it, but I haven't turned that off either. It's the music's part of the experience, and this is where I want to like, I want to say to the the writer, if you really want to turn off the music and listen to something else, that's great. But you're supposed to feel anxious and shitty with the doom music. I, I really, I really think it's a bad idea to turn off the music that. The anxiety-laden experience really adds an element, especially in modern game design where music crescendos with action, right? So the music will get low and foreboding, and then when enemies appear, it's like... And then it's done, and it's just... Well, You know, they do it in Hades, too. I really... I really think the music side, especially in modern games, is so integrated with the experience that unless it's a shite... It's a shovelware. Yeah. You should listen. To I tend to agree. Here's the thing. Um, I so so in in uh, even though I like the Doom soundtracks, I think that the music in Proteus is better. So there's an example of, and it's similar. It's also got they're some. They're both good. They're both they're both kind of cut from the same cloth. But what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're going to have a variation of like for one over the other depending on your taste. I will say this: having played the New World beta a little. Not a lot because I didn't want to overplay my or overstay my play until that thing comes out. And enjoying the jump animations that John loves so much, they're terrible. I'm with John. It's bad. 
It's so lame. There's no jumping it's beef so here. Bad. It's bad. It's a terrible jump, and they need no, to fix it. No, we 100% agree. It yeah. was a jumping cord. It's like they mo-capped me jumping in my own house. It's just not It's good. really, really bad. But I will say that game has amazing music so far. I'm going to play just a taste of it. Oh, little, really? Yeah. I thought you were going to give it as a bad example. No, it's very good. Listen to this. But it's right along what I love about ESO, so it may not work for you. I don't know. I think my biggest problem is I don't notice it. And I uh, don't... Here's... this. Maybe this is where we differ a little bit. I think that there are games with amazing soundtracks that fit so atmospherically well with their world that it just becomes a part of it. And I don't think that makes it bad. Like, even though we're doing the ESO Final Fantasy beef... I think ESO has amazing music. Like, just to be clear, sure. I think Elder Scrolls has a long history of having amazing music. But if I was going to talk about New World, I never noticed the music. I, like you saying that, I was going to say, yeah, it helps if you have a soundtrack <laughs> because I never noticed it. Yeah. And listening to this now, I like this. I think it sounds really good. But I never noticed it actually playing the game. And I think sometimes you can have your music like fit and blend enough where it's like what they say with CGI, the best effects are the effects you don't notice. Mm. But I don't think that applies with soundtracks. I feel like if I'm not noticing it, um, I don't know if then that's additive. At yeah, that no, point. you know what? That's actually a really good point. And I'm going to concede a little bit of space here because as much as I think that soundtrack sounds great, I have mostly enjoyed it outside of the game. Uh, same with ESO. I listen to those Brad Derrick soundtracks sometimes on repeat when I'm trying to get work done because it's just a perfect background so- sound. And they're beautiful compositions on their own without a game. Take the game out of it completely. These are amazing orchestral, cinematic, amazing pieces of work. In the game, I maybe don't notice it as much, but I would notice a, a, a weird change when I zoned over somewhere strange in Final Fantasy. I would notice the, the cadence and the difference, and maybe that's more gamey and pulls you into the world more. So, fair enough. I think that's actually a pretty fair point. There are there are times, though, like in, um, in World of Warcraft, I remember back in the day playing I guess Lich King, and then walking into, what's that place everyone loves now? Grizzly Hills for the first time. And there's something oh, about yeah. the timing. Grizzly Hills is yeah. great. That's yeah. a classic. Mm-hmm. There's something about the timing of when you transition into that zone and that music hitting when it does that is really like ties the two together and it's impossible to think of them out, you know, kind of apart yeah. from each other. So the games could probably do a better job of doing that. But man, I just. I, I video game music is here. We have never I got had a better from, time. I got one from ES or not ESO from Final Fantasy for you. Okay. This is yeah. the early boss theme. I just want to point out this theme plays whenever I ride my horse. Oh. And it makes me so happy. And you don't mean in real life, you mean when you're physically in the game, you're on no, a horse. No, but if I rode a, a horse, I would play this song. Okay, here we go. My lovely, lovely horse. It's very uh Okay. The howling eye. If I loved the kind of anime you do, this would immediately appeal to me. Because you know you have to. You mean admit, if you love if you loved anime? If I, I mean there's some anime I like, but this is like to me this just screams anime, and someone's about to go, uh? and I just that's just the way this music is. Hold on, you gotta wait for it. Now, 
you're yeah. not wrong. <laughs> you're like, wait for it. It's still anime. Yeah, wait, you're like, wait, wait for, for it. it. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait for it, Scott. It's going to get more anime. Where's the Hold opening on. credits and the freaking, you know, characters yeah, I jumping around? The, I can picture the credits and the, the scene. I mean, it's good. I like it. Oh, yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Like, And I'm not but, saying there's no place for that. Obviously, there is. But but I will say, like, I've, I mean, Blizzard still has some of the best soundtrack. Like, StarCraft, all the StarCraft 2 soundtracks, Calling of Strathome and Invincible and all the Russell, Russell Brower stuff is really great. And Divinity Original Sin 2 is probably yeah. one of the best soundtracks ever. As you hear Bo say that, one more, add that to your knowledge of why the Blizzard thing hurts so bad. Because this stuff is that good and... It hurts yeah. worse. I, I, I'm really not in the habit of turning game soundtracks off. Unless, even in Heroes, I never really turned it off. Uh, and I played, you know, played a lot of games of Heroes. I'd still keep the music on. It's There's just an important great, part of the experience. Great great tracks on there. There's nothing wrong with Heroes, Heroes music. The Heroes soundtrack is amazing. Like, it's very yeah. good. So, I don't know. I, I feel like it's an important part of gameplay. I don't really turn them off. Um, yeah. Just to finish answering his question. Well, there you go. Uh, Matt T., we hope you... Uh, liked our answers and i hated yours because doom is cool you're wrong just kidding you can not like it it's fine i'm not gonna judge it seems like based on the commenting on less ear bleeding it seems like maybe it's a genre of music that yeah they just don't like and so because to me i agree like it feeds the it feeds what that game is like that game is supposed to just make you go ah i'm gonna tear up demons and like that you know that's what the music is there for that music does that like putting on something that's dark and ominous which is what they said is fitting for that world but i kind of feel like the gameplay is not designed to be dark and ominous there's nothing mysterious about it you're the doom slayer there's demons go kill them and we're gonna thrash out to it while it goes on like that's what it's there for. right here's a just as an example because we can play game music without getting in trouble because that's the nice thing about games um i'm gonna play this right here it's called rip and tear and it's from mick gordon who made the original soundtrack and some of the work on the new one I mean, it's speed metal. It's basically speed metal. Yeah, exactly. And now you're shooting your gun, spraying, spraying demons, and you know, it's, uh, it's yeah. a sperm tornado everywhere you look. Uh. <laughs> wow! I wish you guys could see this at home. Going toward it. <laughs> that's that's that? what that music makes me feel like. Like just unloading a, a midi gun somewhere. And it's you know, it is speed metal. May not be uh, your. I don't listen to this kind of music outside of Doom. I'm not even a metalhead. I know I have the long hair, but like I don't. This is Doom music. This is this is ultra violence music. Yeah, for, I love it all. Um, all right, there's a place for all of it. Is I guess my point. But now instead of dragon beef, dragon beef, we need music beef. Wait, how do I music play? beef beef? There, music beef <laughs> beef. Let's <laughs> <laughs> we'll just call it beef. Why not? All right. Uh, that's it for uh, that email. That's it for the show. Big thanks to everybody for listening. A reminder uh, uh, to go. Well, first of all, goes out and congratulations to Joe Parr. Get your Xbox, man. That's awesome. So proud of you. Yeah, that that's out. so amazing. I'm happy somebody. Very got cool. Xbox. And not enough. Uh, can't say enough about about our, our good pal Tanner Goodman, who uh, bellied up this this device so that, that he could have it. And I think that's just awesome. Uh, so huge thanks again to I Tanner. I want to give away another one. I know. I want to keep doing this. We just don't have them. This is but, fun. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. 
Uh, anyway, we'll have more contests coming up soon. In the meantime, we would love it if you'd throw your support behind what we do here at Core over at patreon.com slash core show. Uh, delve in there, see what you like and what you might want to do in terms of a level and throw it our way because it's how we keep the lights on. It's how this show stays on the air. Uh, and you guys are legit. We love you guys. Check it out. Patreon.com slash core show. The website is frogpants.com slash core and you'll find everything else there that you might need. Send us those emails. Talk to the core at gmail.com. I think that's everything. Let's leave with a, I don't know, a quick word of wisdom from John. John, what would you like to tell the people? Look, doesn't matter if it's dragon beef or music beef. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Beef is what's for dinner. That's a really good point. Dragon beef. All right, Bo, anything you'd add? Uh, I didn't prepare anything. I'm sorry. Oh, man. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, yeah, I just, you know, just <laughs> you get, get out of the... <laughs> you see a sperm tornado run away. <laughs> no, that's good advice. That's good advice. If you see a, yeah. sturm, a sperm tornado, go the other way. I love it. Yeah. All right. Put, well, put an umbrella up right away. I've learned something. You've learned something. We've all learned something. And know this. We'll be back again with another show next time. We'll see you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Hey,